to What Are You Doing Movie Archives. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down in Front. Our movie this week is Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Boy, uh, blah, blah. Why do I, what do I say after that? <laughs> 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 Alright, I know, I got this. I got this. Get your... Wait. Before we just... Huh? Wow. Before we discuss... Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down in Front. Our movie this week is Crouching Tiger, Hidden <laughs> Dragon. Before we get tar- started talking about who's here and what we think about the movie, go ahead and pop in your DVD, press play, press pause when the Sony Pictures blue logo fades to black. At the moment it presses black, you press pause in a second, I'll say 3, 2, 1, unpause. I'll press play, you'll press play, watch the movie together in perfect sync, it'll be like any other commentary, except of course this time with four friends in your head. And those friends this week are myself, as always, T. Christie, my friend Eddie the Eddie Doty. Hi there. Michael the Dorkman Scott. Hi. And Anthony will kill you. I'm nervous. Now... <laughs> <laughs> we just did like one 10 second long take where I was like, welcome down in front. I, what do I, I think say, he, what do I I think he tried to do it in Chinese. I think is what happened. I, I, there. It didn't quite my, work. My, my brain turned into ash. All right. Now, <laughs> this is our first Kung Fu movie. And oh, you know yeah. what else? It is my first Kung Fu movie. This will be a You did The thing. Matrix, didn't you? Oh, I guess that uh, does. That's count. a Kung Fu movie by proxy, I think. Yeah. Well, I'm, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, well, it's not a Kung Fu movie like this, though. Yeah. Definitely, it's not authentic. I know movie. Kung Fu. This, uh, this, I, I was actually going to watch this movie to prepare, but then it occurred to me that I'd rather ask all my annoying questions during the podcast, so I would have something to say. Fair by enough. all means, and miss out on the beautiful score and the lovely pacing and all yeah. that other shit. I'd rather be with you guys. Aw, right now, the, Eddie the story Doty is beautiful. Yes, sir. Do you have any experience at all with Kung Fu? Uh, yeah. Uh, the, <laughs> the film genre, the I, fighting style. Uh, I'm a second degree black sash in Jingmu, which is a Southern Shaolin style. You look like a second degree black belt in Jingmu. <laughs> <laughs> is, there, is there a look that belongs to <laughs> it? No. I uh, don't know what Jingmu is. <laughs> it's a Southern Shaolin. It's similar to like Foot Ga and Choi Le Foot. Uh, okay. it's, it's a Southern Shaolin style. With all that said, I probably haven't done Jingmu in like 12 years. Because uh, I, well, I. You look good. You look good. Thanks for that. Uh, I, <laughs> no, I, I, I got into other styles and pursued different martial arts pursuits uh but no and kung fu i grew up watching kung fu movies i cannot i cannot separate my love for film and my love for fighting because they're sort of they sort of started together and they sort of like they've been dovetailing each other power rangers man huh totally no um no as mike and i were discussing before (laughs) as mike and i were just were discussing before the commentary um you know we we both loved watching kung fu movies as we grew up and and uh, the, and the, my love for kung fu movies got me into kung fu, and my love for kung fu got me back into movies as a as a profession. And so, uh, if you want to look how I got into film, look how I got into martial arts, and that's you know been my life for the last thirty some odd years. How do you feel about Crouching Tiger? I love it. I abs- I'm a huge Ang Lee fan to begin with. Like I, the Ice Storm is one of my favorite movies of all time, and I even liked Pushing Hands like a lot. You know when like was his first like big film, um, and so when I heard. I remember the day that my friend said, like, oh, yeah, Ang Lee's got a new movie coming out. I'm like, oh, cool. What is it? So he's like, it's a kung fu movie. It's like an ancient kung fu epic, but with Ang Lee sensibilities. I freaked out. I thought I couldn't even wait for the film. I wanted it, like, right then and there. And then when it came out in theaters, it was probably my favorite movie that year and probably my favorite movie of that decade, I think. Like, it was really, really good. Damn. Yeah. That's saying a lot about it. Our, our second Asian. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about kung fu in general, Crouching Tiger? Do you have fighting? I like this movie. Um, no, uh, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. You're terrible. Uh, <laughs> you racist bastard. I just, I just want to uh, go on record as saying that uh, Power. I, while I did like Power Rangers growing up, I remember distinctly being disappointed because it wasn't kung fu. Right. Because it was. You were a nerd. It's mostly karate. It's, yeah. it's pretty much karate. And the, well, well, the thing is, though, the thing is, it was the kind of thing where Mighty Morphin Karate. I was really, I was really <laughs> excited about Power Rangers. Because I love martial arts stuff, and then it came out, and it was mostly karate, but I didn't know, I couldn't, the difference, I couldn't yeah. articulate the difference. Right. So I was just like, 
this is martial arts, but it's not right, and yeah. I can't say what's wrong with it. I don't understand at that point what my life, problem is. At that point right. in your life, did you still think like Chewbacca was real and stuff? Yeah. You're just like you're <laughs> calling just, the wrong. Bullshit. No, I was even no. It, well, exactly. Like I was calling bullshit on myself. I was like, "What did you expect? Boxing? It's martial arts, you asshole!" And like just so only <laughs> you're, you're stand up new karate guy. Only, only much later did I understand the difference, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, I wanted kung fu, and that's why I was." It doing doesn't sound like being in your head is being in a safe place. No, it's not. Really mean to yourself. I am. I'm terrible. <laughs> Jesus. So crouching tiger. I call myself stupid all the time. I could tell you all about it. But anyway, uh, cr- I love crouching tiger. Um, I actually <laughs> way to answer the question. I saw the huh? <laughs> so crouching tiger. I call myself stupid. I call myself stupid all the time. <laughs> Mike, how you doing um, today? I want to die. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I had I'm an sorry, argument with myself for an hour. I have arguments with myself all the time. I really do. She's my sister. Um, my... Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. God. <laughs> My sister, my daughter, um, <laughs> Margarita. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I love Crouching Tiger. I I did not know Ang Lee beforehand, so I just I saw the trailer and I'm like, what is that? <laughs> and so I sure do love him now. I was, yeah, exactly. So I was so excited about it, and then um, and then I kind of forgot about it because they only showed like one trailer one time in the movies that I saw, and then a friend of mine just happened to see it and he called me and he was like you will not believe what i just saw and i was like what and then it's this movie called crouching tiger hidden dragon i'm like oh my god that's out oh shit and so i was and i loved it it's great and it's um you know some of it's definitely um uh in terms of filmmaking influenced the way that i like to do action and stuff like that um, in fact, in, in fact, in, in Ryan versus Dorkman, we specifically watched this one and we stole poses from it and shit like that. Is that why you guys do the, in the beginning, in the first RVD where you kind of like, like the wide shot where you're just kind of like looking at each other from far away? It, not that's that shot. I can, I can point that always, out. That always looked very Kung Fu-y I to can, me. That's more samurai, actually. I can point out some shots that Shut we, up. that we, and some shots and some moments that we definitely stole. Um, right on. but, uh. Uh, and it, because Ryan hadn't seen it, so I was like, "We are watching this movie before we shoot anything," um, and we did. And you know, so and you know, I, and now you're making a movie called Kung Fu Red. Exactly. So you're all Kung Fu. Going going back to my roots. Whatever. So there you go. <laughs> Starring Anthony Alba. Yes. How yes. do you feel about Crouching Tiger and Kung Fu and the whole Who's It What's It? I'm not as big a fan as these other two next to me. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. I, you're the I, actual I, Asian one here. So he's my he's my fellow round eye. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Half. Um, no, cool. all the way for the purposes of this commentary. Okay. Whatever. It takes one drop of blood, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I like it okay. I'm not, I, I like the fight scenes. That's the, that's the only reason I pop in the movie is to see the fight scenes. Outside of that, I'm like sleeping. So Fair enough. I'm not a big Ang Lee fan. So this is going to bore me. And then it's going to be a fight. It could. Course. I saw his BMW short film. Have you guys seen that? Yeah, it's really the, good. Yeah. That was really yes, good. Yeah. Most, yes, I have. The, I, 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 okay, you were so excited about Ang Lee. <laughs> radio, <laughs> radio audience, I was not. Here's, the, here's the thing. This is, this is, this is like um, kung fu movies are generally a lot like porno movies. <laughs> like They don't really try with the story. It's just kind of an excuse to get from fight scene to fight scene, kind yeah. of. Um, and so this, you know... Uh, Crouching Tiger is to kung fu movies as like Eyes Wide Shut is to regular porno movies. Like a real director came and tried to do a serious thing with it, um, and I I think it succeeds a lot. But uh, it not Eyes Wide Shut. I haven't seen it, but but this succeeds um, uh, to to a great extent. Yeah, because it, yeah. but but it it is very. I mean, they talk about it on the commentary. Um, it's very ballsy, like in the sense that you get twenty minutes into this kung fu m- movie. Before the first kung fu fight yeah. scene, you know yeah. so. that sounds awesome. 
It's a good story. <laughs> it's actually, it's honestly a great story. <laughs> let me lay, let me, let me put this out there. And um, I swear to God, I'm not a tremendous cunt, but <laughs> most of the time, I, 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 like I said, I've never seen kung fu, and that's not exactly by accident. This I I look forward to asking Eddie a bunch of questions and Anthony and Dorkman, just all you guys. Okay, why is this cool? Because every time I see a kung fu scene, especially like an, an elaborately wired kung fu scene, not so much in the Matrix, but I was already into the Matrix. Right. Like the stuff I've seen the trailers, like when they're fighting on the trees and stuff like that. The trees, the trees. Most that, people that, that always makes me go, okay. Even, I, I don't get it. No stars. Yeah, no. Peop, well, well, you'll be fortunate in the sense that, not to spoil anything, but the trees come well towards the end of the yeah. movie, so it's kind of built That's up to that true. point. That's not true. Huh? That's not true. You're lying. It's it's like halfway into the movie, uh, uh, Chai Yun Fat and, and Zhang Zi are fighting him a tree. No, it's near it's, the it's, end. It's, it's, it's like, That's not the end. Yeah, yeah. Not, it's, let us find out now see. together. You'll see. <laughs> and I'll call, I'll call the time code, and then I will just crane, like our act crane three, kick you. That was like our act three break. Yeah. yeah. As a, as a mini fact, often like a, a fight choreographer like Yuan Wu Ping will probably choose angles. Yeah. Therefore, all the parts I like about this movie, Ang Lee didn't actually. I'm I, I, I I realized that afterwards because I'm like Ang Lee is an amazing action director, and then I'm like actually I think I've probably been more influenced by Yuan Wu Ping. Yes. Yeah. Because he's the guy who. Yes. No. Yeah. So, exactly. Get your mouse or remote ready at the point where the blue Sony Classics logo has faded to black, and here we go. Three. Two, one, unpause, and we're off. I, we, we got I some. I we got some time before we actually see say, anything. I can't yeah. wait for this long black thing. Well, I was just gonna say. I mean, yeah, and one. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that was dark, man. I, I thought. That, I thought that was. Uh, I have never seen that come out of you. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen. You. And admittedly, I haven't known you as long as these that guys. But was, wow, I've that never seen that expression. <laughs> He Please don't his do face that anymore. His so, hands and giggled with a red face. <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. That was amazing. What, what, anyway, what, one thing I want to make a, disin- uh, a, distinct, you know, a distinction on early on is that while I love, um, well, I certainly grew up with kung fu movies, and while I love the kung fu in this, I, I think kung fu has a major overexposure. Uh, issue when it comes to movies and and for me it's almost like ruined it in a lot of ways overexposure personally or gl- like like just every, every time every time there's a movie that has a fight scene in it now it i mean since the matrix since 99 it was i mean everything had a kung fu scene i remember when mary kate and ashley had their fucking movie come out they they actually did a wire work like kung i fu don't think it. it's an overexposure of kung fu it's an overexposure of bad kung fu i would yeah. agree with that i would agree with I- that I agree. Amateur well, imitation. Exactly. It's I what, agree. It's, it's absolutely what you've talked about before, which is you take a movie like this or The Matrix, and they've spent three to six months every yeah, day training exactly. the actors, as opposed to like you can you can you know what a kick is, right? Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, we're gonna vaguely. we're gonna put these wires on you, and then you'll just kick. Yeah. And we'll put the camera on a dolly and just push it. And then yeah. it'll look awesome. I mean, I, mean like, I think, I think, just uh, for me, a lot of it is, and not only that is, when you see the same techniques, slow burn, done, huh? Okay. When you see techniques done like done well, rarely, and then crappily, you know, yeah. most of the time, it just sort of sorry. And not only that, it just makes me feel like, okay, it's great to have this, but let's see what else we can do right. with it. That's why I'm, I'm interested in guys like Damon Caro who have different sort of influences when it comes to. To, to fighting and, and whatnot, and why I wish we, you know, as as a whole, the industry would sort of move in a different direction at this point. Because when I look back, all I, the the only exposure in mainstream that I recall, although I might just not know what I'm looking at when I've seen other examples, are The Matrix, followed by with with a bullet, uh, Kill Bill. Those well, are the ones that I Charlie's also, Angels, Cameron Diaz, and, oh, and Drew Barrymore yeah. no Kung Fu too. Yeah, that, I call it. I mean, I call it. <laughs> I call it Drew Barrymore syndrome is when you take a, a Hollywood starlet, show them like five poses, throw some wires on her, and then we're, we as an audience are supposed to buy her as a badass. When right. I think the the 
the air of a badass comes from something a little deeper than it's that. It's in the glossary. Right? So. Lucy Liu knows Kung Fu as well. I, d- I do remember. She rekindled that role in Kill Bill. She <laughs> did. Yeah. No, and, 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 but that was more, that was like more Rapeous, samurai stuff, though. That was like more samurai fighting. Anyway, I, movie. The, the, well, the movie, uh, like I was saying, this is kind of amazing for a Kung Fu movie because you go in and you've seen the trailer and stuff like that. And then they're talking, and it's like, they're, it's just story. Right. right up front. They're right. talking about it and you're like, whoa, I have to in- actually re-engage my brain. Like I sat down and I turned it off and now I have to turn it back on to understand what's happening here. Um, I just keep looking actually, at Actually, Michelle Yeoh and Chayun Fat are the reasons I went to see this movie. <laughs> They're at, and for the record, I think this is the best acting Michelle Yeoh has probably ever done, and which is to not shirk her and, and her other stuff. But You haven't seen Supercop? I love Supercop. <laughs> That's my introduction to her over Supercop. Um, and, and, you know, obviously Chayun Fat, I, I mean, I grew up... Singapore. I, gr- I mean, yeah, but, I grew up... But there's, there's the contribution that Ang Lee brought exactly, to this. Exactly, exactly. And that's, and that's why... Many, I, many takes and then a strong editor? That's why <laughs> I like this. That's why, well, no, and that's why... And there's something to be said for that, though. That's, I mean, every... If you really... Really want to boil it down to brass tacks every single Ang Lee movie is about the same thing it's about it's about uh, repression and it's about denying yourself something these two people love each other so Holy they deny shit, themselves you're right. that uh, At least between Ice Hulk Storm and Hulk Hulk is all about repression Broke of emotion back. Brokeback Mountain is all about repression the BMW right? short film is not about repression <laughs> <laughs> I bet it is I can't I buy a BMW pull- I must repress my desire for a BMW I bet if we pulled it up it would it would be some you'd be like oh my god it is he had repression yeah. to pull out the Hulk bandage yeah yeah Ice Storm is about a bunch of miserable pe- people repressing themselves and and the effects it has on your kids like, if uh, if Trey was here he'd get mad for me at me for asking this question but uh, I don't have time for this what's this movie about yeah Mike uh, the sword gets stolen yeah, yeah. So the, the is whole it like a can you the then? whole thing is sword. well the, okay the, the green jade sword. Green Destiny. Green, Des- um, Green Destiny two, sword. There are two aspects of it. Um, number one is the general plot, which is that he's a master swordsman, but he's gotten tired of killing. He's he's like, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to. I don't want to take people's lives, and that's the only thing a sword exists for. Ultimately, the only reason yeah. you have a sword is to take someone's life. That's and its I don't only wanna, purpose. And he's I don't want to do it. Anymore. He's shot a lot of people. In fact, that's what he. <laughs> and he's sick and tired of being a pimp. That's and what he's, he's. That's what he's talking about right now. And he's also setting up the fact that okay, before I do this, I must visit my master's grave, who was killed by this person known as Jade right, Fox, right. who we haven't seen. Yet. I've been. I've been trying. His whole thing is the one thing I've been trying to do is avenge my master, who was killed by Jade Fox. But I'm giving up. I'm giving up on fighting and all of that before I've avenged him so his whole thing is I've got to visit his grave to ask him for forgiveness for not avenging him right he, ta- he talks about being in meditation and only seeing an endless sorrow in front of him and yeah. he had to break off his meditation which is why he must he must now do this thing he must give it up yeah so that's that's so your that's, that's your, gen- that's, that's your a-, a plot that's the a plot the b plot well there's okay there's the, a couple plots. The, yeah there's a couple things going on the b plot is this um uh, this young girl who um has who reaches second and third base with a sla- with who's, a who's, dirty boy? She's been well. She her whole thing is she she was she was repressed. She was a princess and she wanted to break out and have a wild life and stuff like that. And and that's like the first thing she talks about when we see her actually is like you're a sword person. That must be so awesome, just rampaging around and doing whatever you want, fucking blah, blah, people blah, up and fucking people up. And then she um, they don't say that she gets out, but but she first draft. She's so. <laughs> So powerful, essentially, that she gets out of control and hurts oh, the people that she crazy. she doesn't want to hurt. Ultimately, D- exactly the same thing that, that Chow Yun Fat was on about. And cool. then the the um, the third plot is the the love story between uh, Lee Mu Bai, who is Chow Yun Fat, and uh, Shu Lin, which Lin, is uh, uh, Michelle Yao. They've they've okay. fought alongside together their entire lives. They've pretty much always loved each other, but yeah. it's it's the, it's the died. culture, yeah, yeah. the her culture. Hu- they're yeah. not allowed to talk about it. And her- this is in China, yes? Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, no. We're we're in we're in Guatemala, um, Hawaii, <laughs> Hawaii, Hawaii. Aloha. Right. 
Ikoma Mai. Um, oh, those are Hawaiians. You're right. Yeah, my those, bad. So, so the idea is that because because her husband died so long ago, and her husband, and and it, it's been a while, so I think I'm right. Correct me if I'm wrong. But uh, there there was a relationship between her husband and, and Lee Mubai. They were partners or were brothers partners in arms or, some, or something. Yeah, something yeah. like that. And so out of respect, they've never indulged in their feelings. So they've repressed that love this entire time leading up to it. You're and, making me want to cry. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's very moving. Uh, and all three of these stories are going to intersect by the end of it. Yeah. Oh, cool. These three stories actually relate to <laughs> no each other. Way. Spoiler so. alert. Spoiler alert. There's never a crouching tiger nor a hidden dragon. Yeah. Maybe they are. Maybe there are. But they're all crouching. It's, all it's, it's, it's metamor- metaphorical. They're all crouching. In that would have been very. Uh, if this had become a flat-out fantasy movie, that oh would have been a God, hell of yeah. a thing. Like visionary. Let's talk about yeah. fun facts. Uh, this is <laughs> Chayun Fett's first martial arts movie. Yes, yes he had and never done martial what? arts before this. And uh, as you'll see, what? well, the thing is, they they cast him very cleverly because you can actually, if if you know kind of what you're looking for, you can kind of tell because is uh, this is a very northern Shaolin style, which yep. is generally high kicks and low stances and stuff like that. A lot he of acrobatics. Has <clears throat> a lot of acrobatics. He has very, in fact, the you know, it's traditional kung fu um, and then wushu, and wushu grew out of more the northern, northern styles. styles yeah. Wushu, styles. I've heard of that before. Yeah. Ray so, Park talks about that. Exactly. Wushu so, is the, I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. No, wushu is the, basically the only style of kung fu that the Wushu is Darth Maul, right? Yeah, it's yes. the only style of kung fu that the government of China technically, quote unquote, approves of because there's a whole history of what? it. But yeah, I mean, after the you, know, you can't really do anything with it. The yeah. whole thing, though, it, so it's, it's like a dance. It's, 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 it's essentially yeah. it's, it's like it's fencing. Very much exactly, and, and the, acrobatics, and the, acrobatics, and and performance and stuff like that. Um, Was it ever used for defense? No. It's, so, it's, so based, it's literally just it a, can't a, be like used a it's, defense. It's based yeah. off of moves. You can you can literally look at moves in wushu and go, okay, the less fancy version of yeah. that is this, and you can kill someone with this. But that thing you just did, you cannot. Um, but um, it's more about beauty. Yeah, than yeah. Else. The Southern Shaolin styles like Wing Chun, Hongar, Choi Le Foot. Those were about about actually like deep down. You see more punches in those yeah. than you would in Northern Shaolin is more kicks. kicks. I would love yes. to hear your philosophy. This guy knows more Asian words than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Asian one. <laughs> What's funny? I have I have a half Chinese brother. My father, my father's second wife was Chinese, and so I have a half Chinese brother. He looks uh, just like me. I but, can see that, but. <laughs> <laughs> he looks he looks just like me, but he's Chinese. It's the craziest shit. Thing is, he's not interested at all in his culture whatsoever. So Eddie, I, I, I want to get your uh, philosophy on this because you are a martial arts – can I say expert? Is that uh, – No, don't say that. Okay. I, I, Mar- I, a martial arts guy. enthusiast? Yeah, sure. Of, of, in longstanding at least. Yeah, I mean I'm, I'm, married, I'm, I'm married, a lifelong practitioner. And you're married to a dancer. I am. So I, I don't even know what question to ask, but it seems like there's <laughs> something to be said for – Comparing one and the other, um, there, there's some. There's some. I, I, I've taught privately like a bunch of people, and some of them have been dancers. There's, there's some physical stuff that changes. You know, dancers tend to rise when they kick. Um, you know, and whereas when you want to kick for fighting, you want to sink. You want to ground. It's Ooh. actually, it's actually worth noting. Going back to what we were talking about with the, this is uh, uh, Zheng Ziyi. Um, she also had not done martial arts. No, before. she's she a dancer. Is a dancer. Yep. And bef- and before, I'm I'm not sure. And, and she's did- always a slut in movies. <laughs> yes, she really is. She is always. She's getting always getting raped. thrown to the ground. Every movie, <laughs> Zhang Ziyi gets truth. raped. It's right. like it's like they you could just name them. Zhang Ziyi gets raped. Zhang Ziyi gets raped too. The rapening, <laughs> like, like that's that was her. That was like this movie and Heroes and House of Flying Dagger. Or, well, she was in Hero, right? She was in Hero. Okay, well, she yeah. was in Hero and House of Flying uh, Daggers. Daggers. And all three of them, she gets just fucking banged. And it's yeah. like, 
<laughs> but it's like it's like this weird Anne Rand like rape fantasy thing yeah. where she like no 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 yes she's like don't she yeah her whole thing is to no don't do it and then when she finally says yes like she's getting raped but really she's she takes in control and like yeah. Yeah. supposedly I think I think if if I remember this right she had an, a relationship when she was a minor with one of her teachers. And that was never quite resolved, the truth behind that situation. Mm, but okay. it keeps popping up in movies. Right, right, it's right. still not resolved. That's right. Something's coming that, out. That informs many of her but performances. Yeah. But yeah, what, Why are all your movies about rape? Yeah. I don't remember yeah. my childhood. But I was, uh, as I was saying about Chow Yun-Fat, they very cleverly cast him as a master. So he he seems very... He, he, gets, see, he looks reserved. He can play bad. it very reserved right. and restrained and doesn't have to do a lot of fancy moves. You'll so see it in the, you'll see in the first, so first fight scene. Yeah. So yeah, there's an economy of motion he does. Yeah. He only moves the bare minimum he only, yeah he doesn't do like a lot of crazy poses he does like just like a quick tap or a quick strike and it's it's very you know yeah she doesn't get raped in rush hour two but she does get knocked down by a big stick <laughs> so there's metaphors wrapped yeah. all around just that yeah metaphors that, around metaphors around giant for giant cocks Anyway, no. It's, uh, I, oh, what you dance. no. What you said um, there are like there are a couple throws from like judo and jujitsu. I know that like I've that my wife has seen me do that. She's actually incorporated into her, the soft dance she does. There's a lot of lifts. Like she's sort of like more of the Cirque du Soleil type stuff. So there's certain like things I've showed her that she's kind of incorporated into like a certain lift or a certain. So know, now it's carry. judo ballet. Sort of. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you know they're that not was a great band in the. They're 80s. not doing like full on poon throws. Yeah, they like, did, they did that the song floor, called but, uh, True. You know. It was great. <laughs> you know, you know there's no such thing as judo chop. I thank you, thank you, thank you. That I has nothing to do with that. this. I love I hate that I, phrase so hard. Now let's I, relate that to Ang Lee's theory of film. I, I love this sword. By the it's way. the I most mean, beautiful love, gen I've ever seen. It's I, really good. I mean, I like um, I like sword styles in general. Yeah. I, I, I I love. Uh, do they measure it, in it, inches? It could cut sushi really fast. Yeah, I love I love straight sword, and they mm. do they do straight sword style very well in yeah. this film, You'll, and also broadsword. I think broadsword is visually cooler. I do too. You have to you have to cheat straight sword to make it work because the whole point of it is you really it's it's more like straight a, sword is poking, broadsword is chopping, right? Yes, exactly. Pretty much. The straight exactly. sword you I mean it has an intentional bend to it. They call it like the death of a thousand cuts because it's really only sharp at the final you know, maybe eight, ten inches. That's where it's the sharpest. Is, so you're just poking right through, and then you slice once you're all the way through. It's no, yeah. it, you, there's no stabbing. It's all it's all slices and cuts. It's not like they there's, 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 a couple, there's, there's a couple stabs, but yeah, there's like there's but definitely you the, know. the the thing about it that that like the the well, spiritual kind of mythology part of it yeah. is interesting. Like you'll no, the the green destiny in this is a lot floppier than a real sword will be. Yeah. Although if you if you watch competitive uh, kung fu and wushu and stuff, they have the really floppy swords yeah. because the the whole thing is um, that one that's that's nice. insane. That one, the the whole thing is that and and it's very very light the way he did yeah. it too, which I love about it. As opposed to like a samurai that chops. Like yeah, it's, I mean a samurai sword that's sharp on one end that's way heavier. It's yeah. a two handed sword. Yeah. The the whole thing about the um, the straight sword is it's. It's all on the wrist. That's not how you really. wash hands. I think it's important to note that Eddie over here keeps doing karate poses while he's talking. <laughs> you guys can't see it. It's it's sort of yeah. I get a lot of shit for that actually. Like if and I if I, I don't stand, have pants on. If I anyway. if I stand idle for too long, I, I like start your top hat. Shadow boxing. I I my wife gives me endless shit about it. Rightfully so. So the judo belly dancer. The judo belly okay. dancer. So, but yeah, uh, straight sword is from the wrist and and. Uh, 
broadsword is from the elbow. It's so funny. broadsword lends itself better What's without much alteration to right. movies. What's the name of this lady again? Lee Mubai? Is that her name? Jan no. something? Yeah. Lee Mubai is, is Chow Yun-Fat's character. I'm sorry. Character. What's now, the name of this character? If you know, well, I don't uh, know. Oh, sorry, go ahead. She's just the governess. The governess, But okay. she is referred to, she is also Jade Fox. Spoiler! I'm the, sorry, Teak hasn't seen this, the, so I did The actress it. who plays her was actually... <laughs> Do not give a shit. She was the female lead in... Um, Master of the Flying Guillotine. She was the uh, she was the guy's daughter who entered into the tournament. She also appeared in uh, Street Fighter: The Legend of Chun Li. Nice. If she Rob Schneider, if Rob Schneider did all her roles, I think the movies would be better. It <laughs> would be. He he, bring, he brings a gravitas to it that you that's rarely seen in in it would be scary. Hey, hey, actually, I'm waiting for Rob Schneider's dramatic turn. Actually, I'll tell you what. If she did all of Rob Schneider's movies. Right. Yeah, did you, did you, did you <laughs> hear the the mind blown silence? Just imagine, said? imagine okay. her, imagine her in Grown Ups. Yeah, just coming out. No, I think I think Gilbert Godfrey should be in every Ang Lee movie. Uh, yes, Gilbert Godfrey is awesome. That brings Iago a, is my favorite Disney character. <laughs> unique has nothing to do with Ang Lee. Trey tells a story about how he was uh, he was working on a project once that Gilbert Godfrey was going to be in, and he arrived really just sort of like, "Hi, my name is Gilbert. Can I just come?" And he walks around Very the back of the set, and he's and you can t- and like while they're shooting, he's sort of over there just going, yeah, 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 and he. Trey's watching him transform into <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> What's happening to me? And by the time he gets on the stage, he's like, ah, what is this? And I don't take that. Just like, wow. It was like watching Slow Hulk. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, we're about to hit our first one. 15 minutes in, and we're about to hit it. And this is great, because they just literally have some laundry on a string go by, and yep. that's your ninja. Yep. <laughs> right there. Shoot. <laughs> Was that really what they did? Yeah, they yeah. just they just put put some flapping clothes on a string and just yanked it across the roof to get a cool shadow. Uh, you know, so you guys appreciate the kung fu movie because they don't put kung fu in the first fifteen minutes. That's what you're saying. I like the slow build to it personally, and that's just my own personal sensibility. I kind of like movies. Storytelling. Look, I would have I would have loved it if they had just started out kicking each other in the head. Right. But, yes, but kicking heads. I like the fact that there is a story in this one, and it's actually. It's actually being a movie. Did you see the powder? You see the powder all over oh, the yeah. movie? Yep. Powder. I did that. I shot powder. a I shot a uh, sizzle reel for a show that I've been trying to sell. And part, we start off with like a fighting montage thing. And we have our talent like elbowing a grappling dummy. And mm-hmm. I bought, I, I think I went through like two cans of baby powder. Yeah. Every, just getting that thing ready Every time it. her foot connects with something, you'll see uh, an explosion of powder. That weapon is a three-sectional staff. You find that a lot in uh, Southern China. No, that's a, that's a two... It's a weird two-sectional thing that he's that got. That is what you are absolutely right. I a, thought I saw a third link there. Yeah. So, but, um, but the powder thing, I, I did a, a fight scene that was trying to be very like this, and, and for the last bit... Like it was, it was the hero getting beaten down, right? Right. And so he gets kicked at the end, like in the head, and we put so much powder right. on the guy's foot, it was like his head exploded. Right. It was the coolest thing I've ever shot. <laughs> it was so cool. So wait, why can people <laughs> fly in these movies? Because it's is a that because movie? Well, okay, it's, but let's go back. Staple, to, let's go back to the genre. Let's go back to the beginning. Well, let's go back to the beginning of the genre. Was the idea? There's a genre like, called wuja. Like, wuja. Is it like basically. mythologically believed that these people with these powers could do things like this? The it's, whole the point is that is that, that where this all started back in the day? It's similar to the the force. There's a concept which the force, I'm sure, was based on, which Absolutely. is chi. Yeah. And the point is that you have an internal energy, and if you if you focus on it and train with it, you have the ability to move very quickly and do stuff like that. And at a certain point, you get lighter and lighter on your feet to the point where you can essentially fly. They don't fly. You'll see they have yeah. to. Well, she they just have jumped to, up onto the second story roof. Yeah, exactly. You you you're very light. No, no, but she's not flying. You'll notice. You'll notice whenever they do something like that, even though they're very clearly on wires, they're always contacting something. So it's yeah. like she's pulling herself up, but she just weighs very little. Um and and likewise with the with the flying, you'll see that they're actually just kind of bounding, and they barely touch down, and then they bound up again. Like they can't fly. It's not supposed to be metaphysical. It's just exactly. 
exaggerated. Obviously, it's, it's very lyrical, very mythological. It and, looks yeah. like flying. Know, it's a it's a fable, you know. Yeah, it's not it's not dissimilar from like yeah. Know, see, they're bal- they're jumping. They're not flying. And, and like, like ninja- when you jump, you move a lot quicker than that. Yeah, like, exactly. You sort of no. defy every single law of physics. Yes, yeah. exactly. But no, it um, you know, it, it, so it, you guys like that the the flying thing. I don't I, mind. the I, non the non flying flying. I jump. accept it. I, I exactly. I reject I it. it. Okay. <laughs> I reject it completely. And, and you are totally entitled yeah. to it. I mean, I know a lot of people it's, who can't get beyond. Yeah, it. Yeah, it's fine. that kind of movie. I'm okay with it. If this were if this were a Jackie Chan Rumble in the Bronx movie and they were right. doing this shit, no, absolutely. Anthony, not. why do you reject it? I just don't like the look of it. It looks. See, it looks I'm like a, it looks like you. wires. It looks like it wires. looks like wires. Yeah. It just you it are my me, peoples. It takes me out of the movie. I'm like, I want to see gravity. Oh, Here I don't mind. I don't mind the length of the jump. I don't mind that they're able to jump. I high. love these hand exchanges. But I, but I want gravity to be an effect like in stuff. that I jump. Love, I, I love like stuff. I and they're all. It's basically it's a series of foot suits we're trying to do. Now with that said, Anthony, like for me, it's like. Because I, as much as I love Kung Fu and it's a huge part of like my adolescence and all this other stuff, mm-hmm. um, none of these techniques would actually work in a real fight. So as long as I'm accepting that these oh, techniques they would. would work. See, <laughs> see, as long as I'm accepting that these moves w- again, work, these are these are the exaggerated versions yeah, exactly. of them because yeah. you can kind of you know they're they're actually making you, one of the reasons I okay. think these fights work better than a lot of others is that they're not fancy. They are clearly even though even though they're doing it There's in a, a way you wouldn't want to do it, yeah. they're clearly trying to punch the other person and stuff you like know, that. You know what you know? it should be is like parkour on acid. Well, I mean, if you if you're familiar I with the, agree with you, sir, I would watch that shit. Well, I mean, if you're familiar with the Tony Jaw films and like what, yeah. what the Thai filmmakers Ong are doing Bak nowadays, yeah, Ong Bak and protector and all that other stuff like uh or tom young goon for our purists yeah. out there um you know i and i love those movies i love those movies i i'm more into that genre now at this stage of my life but with that said i mean that's that is parkour and crack and they're yeah. actually kicking each other in the head and Whoa, that was, and that was kind of cool yeah this is i mean this is impressive stuff one yeah. way or the other that the just the coordination how do, how do, and they, the timing between them is is with wires phenomenal. how do they stay that close to the wall without bouncing off of it like the repelling that's kind of i don't know how they would do there's that. it's a, it's it an like art of itself towards the yeah. wall a little bit that's that's the thing I, it, you can't just you can't just clip a wire to you and make it work yeah. like it's it's that hard was a guy. It's that demanding. was a guy fighting yes, the was. <laughs> and there's i mean i'm very much i believe very much that a fight choreography has a story to tell and there's yes. there's a way to tell a story and, and embellish on character through how they fight, uh, my if buddy. This, if this movie took place underwater, I would actually buy all this. Sure. <laughs> my my buddy Jason Chambers was those the host are guys of, right there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my buddy Jason hosted the show on History Channel called Human Weapon, and they guys. went to China and they did. They did. He got to do wire work when they were discussing kung fu, and he said that was way harder than he imagined. He's like, every little sort of adjustment you make when you're standing, it's exaggerated tenfold when you're on wires. It's like mocap. Yeah, it, it really is, and it's like you really have to be careful. Even if you just like move your head a certain way, you can go. You can go, you know, flying, and it's it's that's why it's like an art unto itself. Whoa! Yeah, see. Well, she didn't really do it, Eddie. <laughs> it's a movie, man. No, clearly, but I'm just saying there's there's a logic, and you know, there's even if it's not based in our reality, there's a logic to the story that's right. true to this universe. Have we learned, to, huh? Can a uh, can a man catch a sword, or I'm sorry, a flying arrow? No. Are you trying to be sexist? Mythbusters no. did a thing. I'm, sure, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about Mythbusters. Sure. Okay, because she because like that just happened, but it was a woman. You're like, can a man catch an arrow? Because if that can't, then this is clearly some more shit. I mean, no. Um, well, I just know you have a whole thing about ninjas and arrow catching and shit. Well, okay, I need to, I I didn't watch the episode in question again, and and you because you had watched. I think it. in Michael's previous life he was a female rights activist. You watched it previous. Weird, right? <laughs> Jinx by me, Coke. Anyway. Um, the, uh, the, okay, the whole thing with the Mythbusters thing is they did an episode on ninja myths. I'm not saying I'm lying, by the way. Can a ninja 
Yeah, okay, way to save it there, <laughs> you misogynist. Um, anyway. He's giving voice to the voiceless, goddammit. Yeah. Anyway, um, the question was, could a ninja catch an arrow? Yeah, and they got some 60-year-old dude to And they got some, some 60-year-old white guy to come and be their ninja. Some weirdo. And then they fired arrows at him, and he caught one. And they called it busted. And I'm like, no, no, you don't get to say busted because he just fucking did it. Yeah. Like, and then they were like, oh, well, you know, if it was dark, he wouldn't know where the arrows were coming from. I was like, oh, so, so in, in your version of, of the way this myth works, in the dark, it's the ninja who doesn't know where the archers are. Okay. That makes a lot of fucking sense to me. And also, he caught one. This white guy caught one. And that's An all. An old that, white guy. Old white guy. Okay. And that's all that matters, in my opinion. It was like, I, I, you can't call it confirmed, sure, but you can't call it busted. The, you fact, have to that, say the fact that he's white is a big point against him, right? Huh? <laughs> Well, he's not a ninja from Japan who grew up learning this stuff like a real ninja would have done. He could have yeah. been born and there. And he still caught—he still caught the arrow. Is my point? This Caucasian blood only limits him so much. <laughs> it takes only one drop of Caucasian blood. I was—that—that's uh, a good point. I was just—I was just saying. I assume based on the fact that you he kept was saying white. white, dude. He did not. Apparently, that he did not apparently, grow up in Japan. I'm a misogynist, and you're a racist. <laughs> I'm not a racist. It's just white people can't be ninjas. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. A, I remember. I remember. I was a like I was a brown sash. I think. And my tell about this a gall. I was like, <laughs> I, was like <laughs> I was like, that's a whole story unto itself. Um, uh, especially if you know who Judo Jean Labelle is, and you know that. I story. heard. I heard that Van Dam took out a stunt guy's eye with a knife. I don't know why I thought on purpose? of that. I, 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 it was a quick brain process because I know uh, Seagal hurts people on set, right. and then I immediately thought of Van Damme, and that came out. Well, there is. I have to be very careful how I try. Oh my here. god! There's another plot that I completely forgot about as well. What the um, the the policeman and his daughter? Yes, yeah, 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 and how that relates. To, yeah, mm-hmm. um, there is a there's a a very popular um, anecdote regarding Mr. Seagal and uh, how he was on set and hurting people. And uh, he, a gentleman by the name of Judo Gene LaBelle, who's been around forever, old school. I know who that is. Yeah, you know Gene LaBelle. And um, anyway, there's a story that uh, Seagal was claiming, oh, chokes don't work on me because I'm fucking Seagal. And Gene's like, really? And so put him in a chokehold. And as the story goes, and I'm saying allegedly here to cover my ass legally, um, he choked out. Not only did he choke out Seagal. But he choked him out, and Seagal ended up crapping his pants. Jesus! In front of the crew and everybody else. W- was the guy, was Gokor there? Whatever the guy's Gokor name. Gokor Chivikin. Yeah. Was he there? Uh, no, I've actually I've actually trained with uh, with Gokor before. His school is like right down the street, hmm. like from here. And um, and Kara Parisian, which is one of his students, is a is a mixed martial arts star now. Used to be in the UFC and everything. Um, I actually edited a trailer for I think I think it was Kung Fu Magazine for oh, okay. Jin. Um, and it was him fighting with a cane, beating mm-hmm. the shit out of like twenty people. Yep, that's I was Gene. amazing. He is a crazy. He's like this leprechaun-looking guy. Yeah, and he fucks everybody. He's, the, up. he's this troll. And I went. To, I went to a. It's called Camp Budo. They used to have it at, at the police academy once a year, where you get to train with whoever. And Judo Judo Bell. Judo Jean LaBelle did a demonstration and he would he was demonstrating how the choke worked. He choked out Hizuke. He choked out his guy. And then while he was explaining how to revive him, he started putting lipstick and drawing on the dude's face. <laughs> and then he did the revival and he's like, nobody tell him he's got this on his face. <laughs> and the guy for the rest of the day went on with, with lipstick all over him. I li- I, um, uh, regarding the movie, hmm. um, it took me a while because I don't know I I don't know Her Chinese. Teeth are yellow. So she she said I never noticed how much my name looks like the word for sword. I'm like, does it? I'm sure. I don't I, know if it does. But I, I take I, you for your word. Yeah, my my understanding is it doesn't really. But she was just saying that to be like, I know it's you. 
I know it's you. Right, I'm not right. saying it, but I'm just saying it. Um, and and she is uh, she is also correct in that calligraphy, the the skills you need to do it the way they do because it's serious business in China. Yeah, it's, calligraphy, Japan it's very well, yeah. much like uh, like Anthony the skills wants you to need. Talk I, I want to say something. Sword. So this is this anyway. is this is not a kung fu movie because of how they talk to each other. Every kung fu movie I've seen. Other than this one, they're wildly moving around. Right. They ha. gesticulate a lot. And this, they are so stiff and rigid. Even with the words, it's like almost monotone the way they speak to each other. Now you're being racist. <laughs> how is that racist? <laughs> I just like the idea how you're, in your idea of a kung fu movie, everyone talks like Eddie. Ha ha! And Eddie yes. talks with karate. No. <laughs> they, 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 it's a, they actually it's do a paradox. I'm not being racist when I say this, but <laughs> Chinese people gesticulate a lot when they speak to each other. It's part of their communication. Mm-hmm. And so... This they are true. going against culture in this movie. No, no. Is Ang Lee Chinese? It's Ang Lee. Repression. Repression. Everything's very proper. Wait, wait. And is Ang Lee Chinese? It's yes. also yes, boring. Yes, very Chinese. I would agree. I would agree. I mean, but, yeah, but that, I, the whole I'm point, so glad the whole, I did not expect Anthony to be my guy on the this. The whole point for them is that they're bored. Like her, especially, is that they, yes. want, they, they want to fucking break out and, and you know, whatever, dance. Which, so, is, uh, which is why like, I give a lot of credit to Michelle They need Michelle Kevin Yeo. Bacon to show up or something. It's to, why I give a lot of credit to Michelle Yeoh in this because her she really captures that repression well. Mm. She, she's like, she's boiling under the surface. She's like just ready to fucking just yeah. pop at any minute. That's... And, that's the thing. That, that's why. That's, yeah, why it's, that's why it's not boring to me because you watch her and it's like, my God, she's, wa- she's doing so much by doing nothing. Yeah, I mean, this when water is still, you notice the tiny yeah. ripple, and that's what you're seeing with her in, the, in every scene. When I was 13, I wanted to. Damn, marry Eddie, her. you okay. Buddha. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> that's, I did not make up that saying. Yeah. Anthony, sorry. Yeah, what do you got? I cut you off. I said when I was 13, I wanted to marry Michelle Yeoh. I, the, I do. Yeah, well, the, keep the dream alive. There's there's like a three year span where she yeah, so it's all right. When she was in Bond, I heard she's and single. She was in this I don't think she likes too. marriage. So I was much I was so a... destroyed when she kissed James Bond at the end of Tomorrow Never that, Dies. I, I was know, so messed I up. Know. I'm like, why? So, uh, what are some of your guys' favorite and least favorite uh, kung fu flicks? If this is uh, like Dorkman said before we started, this is like class A, top of the line. Well, the thi- oh, the here thing we go. Is... Here we go. Here we go. A segue. No, no. Uh, we we don't spend a lot of time in this one. It's just like it's a like quick... flashback. A this quick is, dream. Oh, this is the quick one? Oh. It's not the hour-long yeah. flashback? No, it's, okay. it is yeah. 20 minutes. It is kind of ridiculous. Okay, then this is the long so, flashback. So we got some time. <laughs> but, uh, this, but, is the, this is the thing that yeah, detracts from the rest is, of the movie. This is definitely a, a, uh, a detour here yeah. from what's going to be going on. It's the, the palate cleanser. It is, it is important because it's, a, it's part of the love story. Yeah, that's no. the short one. Yeah, that's the short um, one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's not, it's not until it's not until Low shows up that the long one starts. Yeah, but I hope um, he doesn't show up. <laughs> oh, keep your fingers crossed. This might be the time. Um, well, like recommend some shit to the down in front viewers like me that are like the Legend of Drunken Master is the American title for Drunken Master Two. two. Yeah, that's yeah. A so one. so you want to find Drunken Master and then Drunken Master Two, which here is called the Legend of Drunken that's Master. that's classic. You know, um, I think a lot of Jackie Chan, stuff. Jackie Chan, Peking Opera Jackie. House yeah. stuff. The Young Master is great. I would say I would say any of the uh, any of the one arm boxer series is pretty good, um, and by pretty good I mean obviously with some caveats to low budget indie filmmaking of of China of the day. If you can, if you can you find know. anything, I mean a lot of people know the name. That was, that was two giving ofs uh, of China I, I, of the day. A, a lot of a lot of um, people now know the the name of Shaw Brothers because yeah. of Kill Bill. Yeah. Um, but seriously, try and find some Shaw Brothers stuff because that's right. some classic stuff. The Five but, Deadly Venoms, I think it was Shaw Brothers, or was Shaw, that Golden yeah. Heart? Harvest. The Prodigal Son? No, that was that was Shaw Brothers Shaw was was, was okay. Five Deadly Venoms. Golden um, Harvest was I think the Flying Guillotine movie. Okay, Go- yeah. Golden Harvest is another one wrong. that if you can find their stuff. I mean, I mean, you know, you're not going to find most of this stuff in any you know in Best Buy. Right. You have to go down to Chinatown and find these these DVDs that have been 
that have been burned from old VHS. <laughs> so you're watching the DVD and it'll do the like yeah. thing like old VHS movies will do, which yeah. I think is great because it's like you're watching right. an old VHS. Right. Um, but uh, I think my... F- Are we really nostalgic for VHS? I think one of I my... We're getting there. For those, I am not. For those. I am not. For those Bl- blame Tim and Eric. I want, those, I want those kung fu movies to look pristine. Yeah. One, of my, one of my favorite ones is... Um, uh, tai Chi Master with Michelle Yeoh and uh, uh, Jet Li. Yeah. And what's interesting, what one of the things I really like about that one is that Jet Li actually, you know, it, like like so many action characters and action people, um, is kind of just a humorless badass in movies here. Right. But Tai Chi Master, he's very funny. Yeah. There, there are bits of it that are very funny, and but it's he's like got a, a dry, lot of personality. It's like, yeah, it's like yeah. a dry, sardonic kind yeah, of. Yeah, exactly. Him, yeah. So it's it's a, a very. I'm like Jet Li is. Jet Li's a good. He actor, has some range. You, know? you yeah. should check out. Range, you should so. check out Sammo Hung. Yeah, I love Sammo. Yeah. If you haven't seen a lot and, and of Sammo, you and Biao as well. You and Biao had some really Samuel good. Sammo Hung is amazing because he's fat. He's fat and, and he and, moves and, like but lightning. But he's crazy. He can do the splits and he's like, my god. So you have no excuse, is what there, I'm saying. There's a Jackie Whoever you are, there's, <laughs> there's no excuse. There's a Jackie Chan movie called Meals on Wheels. That, yes. Uh, by and large, is, is no, just it's Wheels on Meals. Me- Wheels on Meals, yeah. Thing. I always, I'm dyslexic. Yeah. Uh, and, no, oh, no are you're not, about? and that's why you have a problem with the title. Right? You, know no. you know why they called it that? Why? Because they had some other movie that had that started with an M, I believe, uh, and it failed miserably. Right. And so being superstitious, they're like, we cannot have any movies with M right. at the beginning. Right. And so they flipped well, it around. We, we make fun, but Hollywood's getting real close yeah, right? to being at that level. Which, right it's now. like four is, is unlucky in Japanese culture because yeah. the word for four is the same word as death. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a... Uh, th- but So uh, is that cartoon called Four Note? Death. Never mind. Ooh. I'm just no. De- I, it took me a second, but I got. I'm, I'm yeah. with you on that. No. Uh, she. She is is death as well as four in, in Japanese. Um, but I would recommend Damn, women are fucked. God <laughs> damn it! I knew you would say that. Anyway, uh, no. I, I, Meals on Wheels uh, is really good. Uh, there's a really good bicycle chase scene that he mm-hmm. does with kung fu. That's pretty spectacular. That's not Wheels on Meals. That's Isn't Project. It? That's Project A Part One and Two. Holy shit! You're right. Project A One and Project Two. No, there's something. There's something in, with Nerds. a van or something. And with yeah. Wheels, on, Wheels Meals. on Meals has the skateboard stuff. It's, uh, it's set in. Right. It's set in Spain. It's been, it's been a while. It's got the Benny the Jet fight at the end. Benny the Jet or Yeah, he's, yes. in, he's in that one. Cynthia, <laughs> Cynthia Rothrock is in a lot of those movies as well. And those like those really eighties movies I did. There's, there's I would, actually a movie with Cynthia Rothrock where she does. She runs up a wall, does a kick to some guy, and as she's coming down, her skirt flies up, and you can see her bare ass. And yep. I'm like, what? That- Welcome to why? China. <laughs> why is this in this? I'm sure she did that That's on so purpose. She I just yeah, have this picture of Brian sitting here, like trying to get a word in edgewise, and just realizing that you could all kill him. So he just gets like a <laughs> he gets a, like a comic book or a Star Trek manual and just starts reading it. And Brian's whole life isn't predicated on Star Trek, but seriously, Brian's whole life is predicated on Star Trek. So I'm not making fun of him, but just saying it's his like, it's his binky, it's his comfort blanket. Um, <laughs> it's his kung fu movie. Yeah, exactly. No, I mean, I would recommend that. I would recommend TNG um, is Brian's kung fu. Uh, uh, I would say, th- if you know, Finfu is what we call going, it. Going going by the the very broad definition or, or colloquial definition of kung fu, which is something you spend a lot of time focusing and practicing on. Hard work. Star Trek is literally <laughs> Brian's kung fu. Yeah, no kidding. So, kung fu loosely translated means hard work. Yeah, I mean that's and you know, Brian's oh, kung fu is strong. Another yes. good one is kung fu panda. <laughs> that is a good. I'm serious. I was surprised. Why are you laughing? I was surprised at how yeah. good that one was. No, they're, they're doing like single whips and all this other stuff. Uh, Here we go. Here's our second uh, Fist of Legend. Fist of Legend is the later. other one I would get out there. It's a real. It's like oh, Jetley's yeah. classic. Yeah, Fist, Fist of Legend is really cool. good. And then not just Master the Flying Guillotine, but the original movie was called The Flying Guillotine, and that actually has really good production right. values. They get decreasingly worse as the oh, and there's Shaolin Master Killer. That one, I like that one. That one, as I recall, doesn't have great fight scenes. But there is a great um, there is a great training sequence in that. Yes, That's probably like the quintessential guys, yes. guys, guys, swords fighting. Yeah. 
This that, is this that, is pretty good stuff. That blade is called, I believe, Quang Do. Uh, it's or it's like General Quang's Quan blade. Quang Dao, Quan yeah, Dao, yeah. yeah. How do you guys know this? This is this is a this is good. Like it like if you watch this in, from a choreography perspective, this is how you keep a lot of people involved yeah. in in a scene. Especially once this guy gets involved, there's a lot of personality to the fighting. It's not yep. just moves, but they're 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 kicking him like trying to get him out of the way and fighting each other simultaneously. And to once me- he once he gets in there. For my money, that's what kung fu movies in the genre does really well is is really the character comes out in the fights. Yeah. That's when the characters really come alive is in the fight scenes. Like you and you learn so much just by her expressions and, yeah. and you you know so much about go. her just by how she fights. Yeah, just watch this. This this exchange right here. The three of them moving together is amazing. Wing Chun's a was was a cool kung fu movie. Wing Chun, yeah, uh, I, Yip Man was uh, I, the, the more Ip recent one. Ip I, Man. Yeah, I can't remember I lo- the name. Oh my of- god, Ip Man is amazing. It's really good. I can't remember the name of the movie. Oh, what's that other Donnie Yen movie with the great ending fight? Oh, that's uh, also a recent um, one. Flashpoint. Flashpoint. Don't watch the rest of it, but like get to the, <laughs> the end. La- I the love last- that so much. How yeah. she's the poor guy in the middle is yeah. just like is a pawn between the bigger. <laughs> yeah. I love that so much. You can kind of see that her her staff is made of rubber occasionally because it's bending when she swings it. But, you, can, uh, you can see that Neo's pole is made of rubber in <laughs> Matrix Reloaded. That's another thing you get is they're really into pressure points. Yes, there's pressure Chinese, points are a big deal. There's a Chinese style of grappling called Chin Na, yep. which is uh, it, it, which it's, works by the way. No, I mean it's it's a basis. <laughs> I was about to ask. I was going to say what he just did looked like bullshit. No, that no, part well, it does. totally is bullshit. The 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 pressure points are absolutely bullshit. But it's a style of grappling called Chin Na that's actually the basis of jujitsu. That's where right. jujitsu originally the, came the, from. I, I wouldn't say the pressure points are bullshit, but the part where you can like block someone's chi and yeah. paralyze yeah, them and that's, shit like that's that, that's bullshit. the bullshit part. Well, and also George Dillman is totally full. Shit, if you ever watch him, oh, one touch knockout. Well, it's not if crap. everyone in the fight believes it. Right. That's, yeah. but, uh, there's an extent where, to which that's true. You're it's absolutely like, right. The, the guy they're fighting is all placebo like. Yeah. There's a, there's, a, there's a kung fu movie, and I can't remember it, that takes place at the Shaolin. She, Temple. my only weakness. Okay. And the whole thing about the, sh- the, the um, Shaolin is, you know, they learned all this stuff, but they don't kill people. Right. But, but uh, they got attacked. And a guy was like, Master, what do we do? How do we defend ourselves? Yeah. He's like, well, we can't kill people, but right. we, we have no problem killing wild dogs. Yeah. And these are dogs, so they just massacre them all. <laughs> it was, dogs, it was yeah. one of the greatest things. I can't remember what it's called. That oh, sounds okay. company so, miners, I think. Watch, uh, watch Chow Yun-Fat. So he's very, he's very high up, very kind of poised and stuff. It works for his character. but And now you, you find know. out she has a sword. Yeah. This movie was nominated for Best Picture, by the way. Yeah. yeah. It was nominated it for won, Best of Oscars. It won Best I think it's because uh, people foreign. don't get it. They're like, what? It won Best For the same reason though. Pan's Labyrinth got yeah. its fucking nuts. That, that moment right there where he kind of goes, whoop, 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 and comes in, I stole that for RVD. There is a little bit of truth in this. Jade Fox. Oh, is, yeah, that thing where you're kind of wobbling the sword. Mm-hmm. Jade Fox just made a comment of like, you know, your master at the at the Wudan Temple wouldn't he would sleep with me, but he wouldn't teach me, so yeah. I had to learn on my own. And well, I killed him and yeah, stole his secrets. Yeah. yeah, and it's kind of, I mean, one thing I will say about uh, about kung fu movies, even in the seventies, they had a lot of female leads, and they had a lot of Mexican standoff yeah, coming up go. here. Just a quick what little a reference standoff? to. Uh, well, it's generally with guns. It's when everyone's got a gun on each other, and no one's ready. No one wants to. Shoot, because everyone will die. Yeah, it's a, it's the John Woo, and usually yeah. there's no Mexicans. Yeah, yeah. it's the <laughs> that's what killed. Because I know what a, I know what a Mexican roadblock is. That's where you get two trucks next to each other on the road, and you can't get past either of them. Right. 
<laughs> now anyway, watch, watch. There's how usually no Mexicans there either. I don't know why Mexicans <laughs> get all these fucking things. Watch how he toys with her here. Like and they get all the credit. I was gonna say Anthony the whole time was looking really contemplative and stroking his chin like hmm, <laughs> Mexicans don't do anything. <laughs> now watch. He's just very. It's he doesn't have to do a lot of the choreography. She yeah. does the majority of the stuff around him, and he's just basically reacting to her. Yeah. It works on a character level. It works at like you know because he says he doesn't want to. And fight it plays that to his strengths. It plays to his strengths exactly. And that's I mean I think it's such a big part of fight choreography is that you have to understand yeah, again. Is you have to understand like, what look how, how high he is. This guy is not a martial arts stuff. guy, really. Not yeah. at all. Yeah, he, he became famous. John Woo. Look how high his stances but, are, though. Look, like he's barely bending his knees at oh, all. Oh yeah, that looks wrong. So what? <laughs> 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 you would have actually been okay saying that. <laughs> but he, Dad, Dad, I love I love how clearly fake that head see, is when it collides. But see, it's it's wonderful. This. Because the top half of Ryan looked totally real. This bit right here um, is... uh, What the uh, hell just happened? (laughs) She's got a ribbon dancer, man. She's a rhythmic gymnast. But um, I I, want to say while I'm I'm remembering it, this has a... um, There's a dubbed version of this, dubbed to English, which is a really interesting dub because they went out of their way to try and actually make the lips match. So they altered the dialogue in some ways, but uh, still, it's did, it's did, actually. Did, did they distort the video, or did they just chop around the? No, audio no, they so just they the took they took the the English audio. They're they're like, okay, how can we get the same point across in different words so it looks like they're saying this with their mouth? This moving. sounds like oh my god, it's, it's American actually, English. It's actually no, it's actually, like trying to wrap around backstroke of the rest. Actually, it's not a great dub in terms of like it's it's um. Uh, keeping keeping kind of the poetry of the the original language, but it is kind of artful how well they managed to get across the main point while making it look like the actors are saying it. That's interesting. I never I would have never ever 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 thought of that. It's really interesting. But there there was a bit they they added a few lines and when when she flies away with her little ribbon dancer that she goes this isn't over yet Lee Mubai which isn't a line in the movie but the way like the the dubbing actress said it and the scene and everything I was like I wish that. That was in the original because that's a great. By the like, way, like I just love that moment. You guys in the English dub might not have noticed this, especially Dorkman, but she had a ribbon dancer. <laughs> that's uh, true. That was a that was a question, but it doesn't need an answer. Just there you go. She had a ribbon dancer. Well, actually, did, I, it, did it pull you guys out of the movie at all when the blade was stuck in his head when he was dead? I mean, I've seen no. worse in other movies. Why? You know I mean? Why would it? That, no, he was dead. You didn't even see the movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is a conversation for the people who have seen the movie. Okay, Tig. Because for me, when that happened, I'm like, this is supposed to be down an in front. Emotional, left me out. This is supposed to be an emotional moment. But for some reason, the blade sticking out no, of his head. It's silly. It's, it's a bit. Silly. It's, it's, it's like a bit a, much. It feels like a cartoon. It is. I mean, I it, you're not wrong. I just again, I think it's just it's the rules of the universe that's created that you accept, and mm-hmm. and you either do and you don't. And if this movie doesn't work for you, I totally get it. I can right. easily see why. Not just you specifically, but people in general. If it doesn't work, I get it. But you know, if for it, me, I, I thought you like this movie. Why doesn't Ang Lee have any close-ups of anybody in this movie? He gets there. He get, yeah, he, he does. Gets there. Well, the whole thing is again because these... you start distance, but become drawn in. See? Because Look, of repression. Hey, right close there. up. Shut up. Whatever. <laughs> no, I mean, That's it's a medium, a, sir. It's a medium Lee. close, my friend. <laughs> okay. It's an MCU. Okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, I, I mean, Ang Lee, traditionally, uh, very deliberate filmmaker, very specific in his setups. And, uh, and yeah, you get there. I mean, and personally, I kind of, I mean, I grew up watching a lot of samurai films, too. I like, I don't know, for, I think you can be sort of contradictory and, like, have an emotional scene and be further back. You know, I, I don't think you have to be so... Yeah. Specific a lot of the time. Yes, the you, I believe you. Yeah. But the thing about it is, <laughs> there's so much not going on, like physically, that 
in order for this to work for me, they have to be really close. I, I disagree. I, to- I, I disagree. I, it, for me, it works. Of course you would. You know, <laughs> for me, it works. And I think that. I again, like this bit here. Perfect. Nice yeah. little. That was a test. Nice and silent. She was like, she was like, oh, I'm just gonna drop it, and she can't help herself but, but grab catch it. it. Her and you can't, you so can't. Good. We can't hear the sound right now, and so T, you wouldn't know this, but there is no sound when she does that. She grabs it and puts it back. I was on about the table to say, actually, this is the only thing I can speak on with authority, but I actually do that. Uh, when I was a kid, my dad used to do that kind of thing. <laughs> I am a ninja. No, 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 I'm not. I'm seriously not. But I, whenever something falls, I, I reach down for it instinctively as opposed to yeah. getting away. And I like eight or ten, eight or nine times out of ten, I catch it. Yeah, it's one of those things where if you just go for it, most of the time your your brain understands vectors. But, yeah. but also, she dropped a full cup of tea and I, didn't yeah, spill. I would probably I would probably spill it. Yeah, that's, but but when, that, when, when, like, when, when shit falls off a table, I'll return to the table and come back up with yeah. it. People historically, like, traditionally, God. they yeah. measure ninja by how much tea you spill. So, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, so so <laughs> Dude, I was so with you on that too. So, I know that's why the deadpan pays off, man. Once in a blue moon, I but throw it's, some it's also something that sounds completely plausible. I'm like, I'd never heard that, but I do buy it. There actually. is, there is actually <laughs> wax was, on, wax off. When yeah. I was doing tai chi, we had an exercise we did called teacups, where we had like it was basically just a hand pattern we did, but we had to imagine we had full teacups in our hands, and we had to do all this spinning. Oh, like the waiters, oh, yeah, like, yeah, like the waiters, stuff, like the waiters yeah. can do, yeah, where they can like, hold a cup in their palm and spin. Yeah, it was like this, like we had to do, and we had to like transition to different stances while keeping our palms. A lot of, a lot. I think they were training you to be weightstaff. Probably. You. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. In, can't help it. A lot of stuff in Bagua is the Allow same me my way. caveat. Mogwai? A lot of stuff in Bagua. Bagua. Yeah. I did a little bit of Bagua yeah. actually. We. I Mogwai. started off doing Tai Chi, <laughs> and about a year into doing Tai Chi, I concurrently started doing Jingmu, and then towards the end of that, he started teaching Bagua. Oh, and here we I, go. I got through the cycle of. of I Isn't that, this where he chases her? Bagua is what they use on the trees. By the way, yeah. Bagua is the good jetly. No, no, it's not the trees yet. Not the trees yet. It's not. It's not the trees until almost the end. That's the very last action. That what's happening right now? She She's can, in midair. She was, she was going to put the sword back. Actually, she okay. felt guilty. You're right. That's not flying. What they did. It's totally yeah. flying. It's it's it's. Totally she was gonna flying. put the. Now they're no, look, They're going point point. Well, now they are. But not. He just fucking jumped to the roof. Okay. I it's it's fa- to no. me it's fable. It's not yeah. it's not dissimilar to like look the ninjas. Okay, a true ninja was just an actual assassin back in like feudal Japan time. So they used to have like reeds that they could uh, you know breathe in underwater. So the the, sure, the town okay. pe- the town people would see them and think like oh they're fucking half fish people or like they would put their swords and the the, the ninja sword is although d- he does is, he does even he even mock it by the way she comes yeah. in the the window he's already there and he's like are you done flying now right so I'm right. sort of with Anthony on this they call I could it actually, flying I could see my Myself really Lying. getting into and really getting into a fight scene where there was that kind of movement coming on. If I if I didn't feel the wires in the actual movie, right? Well, I mean, which might be I don't know if it's a technical that's thing why, or if it's a CG. That's why it requires CG to make it look like they're actually heavy, no, but they're that, flying. That's why I think you should um, you should check out uh, oh, like, if oh. anything Tai Chi Master because Jet Li has the. Honestly, and he rarely uses wires um, nowadays. True. But Jet Li has the what are probably you saying? The, huh? Jet Li always uses wires. Well, he's got These some of days. the best wire stuff that I'm, I'm saying. He's got some of the best wire technique that I've okay. seen for, of anyone. Because in every movie, he's got wires. Right. Okay. Lethal Weapon Four. I don't remember wires. Okay. But he doesn't. He. I'm, I'm saying he uses it for stuff. But there's. Uh, he he. He uses it, but not like this, where you're clearly like flying around and stuff. But mm-hmm. in Tai Chi Master, he does a lot of far jumps and lands very soft. But but you feel the right weight right. and stuff when right. he does it. This is badass. I yeah. like. This See, that's what I'm saying. He it, just gra- he just grabbed a swatch yep. of, of 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 like a, and like he's a just, plant, and he's just like swatting at it. And he's hardly doing it. anything. It's all in the ha- the arm, which well, the, you can teach someone. See, that very quickly. there is a lesson for you, as he says, because like he's saying, he sees potential in her. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to hurt her. He wants to like. He realizes he, wants he just has. Her. He wants a. He, she's had a bad teacher. He wants to be a good teacher to her. 
So yeah, see, I can teach you to, and I'll. He's like, I'll happily give it to you if you just behave yourself, you know. Because she was returning it, and that was the thing. He caught her returning the green destiny, so therefore he did, you know, finds her worthy. So he's now, always I, wanted a disciple. Exactly. Now I always so worthy I, of Wudan secrets. This is my first time meeting Anthony. So Anthony, what, what's your what's your martial arts experience, kung fu? Yeah, what do you role? got? No, I, I'm, anyway, I'm no. curious because I, I was very impressed. Anthony can do flips. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. I was that's very, all I need to I know. I was very impressed with the stuff I saw in Kung Fu Red, and I and I like the Kung Fu you guys were using. In By there, the way, so. YouTube, Kung Fu Red, watch yeah. Anthony do his shit. Yeah. That wasn't actually Kung Fu, though. Well, anyway. learning a Kung lot Fu of it. now, but... Yeah. Um, yes, I am learning Kung Fu now. I'm, Sweet. I'm a very, very, very beginner at Kung Fu. Okay. Um, is that properly spoken um anyway there was, there was some overlap that i i mean you guys definitely like you guys had a few ending poses that were what were certainly she had ending poses yeah. because she's got no no a, what what you were doing like the cat stance and stuff there's none of that you're, you're putting it in there yeah, i know huh? that's but, just my own but we should have I know. and we will <laughs> no you're Eddie reading kung fu into it because it's called kung fu red he just it's gesticulates just, that way it's power of suggestion dude you say yeah. kung fu red. if you were watching an ms23k where there was nothing but a movie and a silhouette of eddie you see my silhouette just jumping up and down and just being a fucking spaz where'd eddie go oh he's back what? This is technically the reveal, by the way, that it's the girl, but we've kind of all known the whole time. Yeah. Anthony, yes. your uh, your skills? Okay. So when I was 12, I started doing Taekwondo Hapkido. Cool. Um, I have studied what's called uh, Chinese Kempo. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Chinese Kempo, like yeah. like BKF or something or no, I, Yeah, like, it's like the Kaju guys. And, yeah, right. Yeah, it's it's yeah. supposedly used in Enter the Dragon, but I don't think that's true. Yeah. Chinese no, ca- I, I, chi- the claims that Chinese Kempo right, makes right. just make me chuckle. Um, they do. Chinese, Chinese Kempo. Why, Chinese why Kempo, is Chinese Kempo a joke for the rest of us? It's more, it, it doesn't have deep roots, okay, as you would say. First of all, it's not Chinese. It's it was, not Chinese ma- it was made by Ken, an Kenpo, American. Kenpo is a Japanese word, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So Kempo Karate Kung Fu is a meaningless phrase and it was created by it was created by an American in yeah. like the 70s yep. but he claims it goes back to like the 1400s. Yeah. So he's like, like the L. Ron Hubbard of Kung Fu. Yes, exactly. In a lot of ways and it's funny you mention that because my, here's, here's my, an acupressure yeah. thing as well. She can't move. This is unclear but she can't move. She's not just freaked out. I'm calling She's bullshit literally on that. unable to move. In that, scene. that chick ain't no Vulcan. <laughs> it's funny you mention that because my Kung Fu instructor was a Scientologist. Really? Yeah. Really cool guy. Never push it on us. Like I mean, the 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 one of the kindest. He'll never push it on you until you bring it up. Yeah, if I asked him questions, he would answer them, but he would always like restrain himself. He was he was oh, very very yeah. like he was well, against that, the, the norm. I would get, like people I would that say. don't live in. LA. I have a Scientology story. I got to tell you sometime. Yeah, well, definitely. Uh, people yeah, that yeah. live in people that live outside of LA don't understand Scientology's full it's, it's, breadth. But here's yeah. the thing: you always hear elsewhere about the really crazy Scientologists, but there's a lot of just Scientologists around. And my theory Back. is that they haven't gotten to the point where they've heard the crazy yet. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're just hearing like the sort of practical, you know, here, spend a, spend a moment cleaning your brain out and that kind of shit. Like I, that that kind of thing has an actual sort of function. Well, that, even if that's... it's not, even if it's sort of the child of something greater and crazier. Well, they haven't gotten to the point where they've paid for the crazy yet. To be completely fair, Scientology is an amalgam of a lot of different things, but the whole thing of clearing your brain out—that's straight up Buddhism. Well, that I know is, it is. That is the Buddhist influence. There, says, you know, says Buddhist Eddie. This is this is actually an important part of the. Movie, Can I call you Buddhist? You cannot. <laughs> this is an important Please? part of the movie because we discover that that technically. Um, uh, what's her name? Shulian. Shulian. Yeah, yeah, but she's called Jen in the fucking yeah. subtitles. But everyone calls her. Um, no, wait, her the little well, the, Jade Zhang Fox. Zhi-Yi. I forget her Zhang name. Zhi-Yi. Oh. What's her What's her name? I guess Jen. Fine. It's been forever since Jade Fox. Um, what? No, god damn it. Not anyway, her, but, anyway, um, the, this this that is, is the cool most this is thing. the most uh, kung fu that he gets. Like this, you can tell. <laughs> so wait, is you there... can tell he really practiced this form a lot. This is. I, I, really I want to nice. ask you, 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 you three fighting dance. types a question and kung fu types. How how can someone how 
how can someone tell the difference between kung fu and anything else? Not any two specific ones, but what is kung fu visually? Uh, very, cir- I mean, there's a lot of circular movements, whereas karate tends to be very linear. Yeah, that's I, I that's the main thing. It, they'll karate is more stiff, I think, and grounded. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah, honestly, I'm I'm kind of a kung fu snob, so sure. I'm, it's probably going to come out. Uh, I second that that way. Whereas I tend to be, I tend to be that you are. I tend to be, I tend to be a Thai boxing and jujitsu uh-huh. snob. Oh, oh well, in terms of one of the reasons I am a kung fu snob is because I think kung fu. I tend to be a Care Bear snob. The kung fu is the most is the Care most Bear, beautiful uh, of the arts because the it's others very visually the, the thing is the thing is that the others um, are tend to be very practical. Yeah. It's the kind of thing where it's like in fact my um uh my kung fu instructor at the school I go to he'll talk about he's like if you if you were to put a first year kung fu student against a first year karate student in a match karate the karate win. student would win because he's practiced like three or four moves over and over and over again and the kung fu student has like a hundred moves in his head that he yep. hasn't practiced that much and he's like oh a punch is coming at me well I can block like this or I can block like this I can counter like this and by that point his nose is broken. So so he's not used to it, but if you put uh, tenth years against each other, then the kung fu student is going to clean up because because he's been able, uh, assuming he's been practicing, yeah. so, uh, you know, seriously. So, so the question I, is, I, what do you do between your one? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't you get avoid, into shit. Avoid karate. Let, let me let me let me narrow this down. I, I would disagree with that respectfully, but I, I, I would disagree because I've seen fights between kung fu masters and Thai boxers, and I've seen. I mean, it's about oh, but Thai boxers. That's a different see. Thing. I would that's I would be more interested. Yeah. I'm not I'm not particularly, and by particularly, I'm basically Thai boxers will break their own nose trying to break yours. <laughs> I'm using a, I'm using a euphemism for uh, don't give a shit. I'm not particularly interested in watching two master fighters fight each other. Okay, uh, but I'd be more interested in watching a master kung fu and a master karate guy go because at that point it's not so much about them and their particular. Because I don't know the I don't know well, the, the subtleties of either. The, but I can tell the difference, the, and it's like I want to see how these two guys. The do The thing it is show. that I need to that I do need to clarify as well is that is that I still, I still don't know what kung fu is. Right. By the well, way. The, the thing is that kung fu, unlike karate, like karate is a system. Kung Fu is is kind of a um, kind of a grouping of it just refers to Chinese martial arts and there oh, are thousands. many 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 like uh, hundreds at least probably thousands of styles of and martial arts so there's styles. there's you know uh, you know, there and exactly variations. There's Northern Crane and Southern Crane yep. and there's Northern Eagle Claw and Southern Eagle Claw. And I thought they made up Crane for Karate Kid. They did. They did make it's up. It's not that. a karate move. It's not a. It's <laughs> yeah. not an anything move. They asked. Well, it, we'll do the eventual karate. The thing, the there's thing, a the crane thing where he's style, hopping around well, on the stump. They, it's like, they asked. They there? asked Fumio Demura on set, like, "Hey, come up with something cool." And he's like, "Cool. How about this?" And they're like, "Cool. We'll go with it." There's no deeper history beyond it than that. I mean, that's the, right. The, the crane technique is not an actual technique. It looks that's, more. That's the, well, the history crane to the crane style. kick. Yeah, Fumio Demura, Pat Morita's stuntman on set, was like. Pat Robertson was the main fight choreographer, but they asked Fumio Demura to come I up wikied that every day, hoping for an update, <laughs> and it never came. Wiki Fumio Demura. We will Demura. edit it today. <laughs> Wiki Fumio Demura, and you'll, you'll find that. But, on uh, but uh, yeah, they tend to – and again, it's there's also a difference – a very clear difference between northern styles and southern styles Absolutely. that you can pick they look, out. They look very visually different. I would I would just say that. So I like northern the best. And my, that, and that's, myself, and, that's my preference. And that's totally and that's totally cool. I would especially just say, for filmmaking stuff. My analogy, my analogy for kung fu because I just started studying it. Um, I I compared it to the universe. So, <laughs> if you were to take the knowledge of taekwondo, it would be our solar system, right? If you were to take the knowledge of Chinese martial arts or kung fu, it would be from Earth to the other side of the Andromeda Galaxy. Right, it's right. that vast and complicated. Well, it's it's the kind of thing where I mean, there's there's thousands of of styles, uh, like uh, like we said, and it's the kind of thing where you can sp- where 
If anyone is calling, if anyone calls, by the way, this movie became Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, and it's <laughs> if this anyone is the twenty minutes segment. Yeah, we got some time. This is a twenty minute backstory of Jack. If, here. if anyone claims to be a master of more than one style, they are lying. You you can't be a master. I mean, here, here's here's. Well, wait. What is, before we get into Eddie's thing? What yeah. is a master? Someone. Well, you have to study it your whole life, and it's just a part of you, essentially. It's okay. a very, a very, very, a very loose def. I mean, there's very different ways of doing. So you could be in the middle of a conversation with someone at Walgreens, and all of a sudden, someone comes up on you, and you're instantly there and done. Like, like the amount of the amount of readiness that comes with a, a lifelong study. L- let me let me say this: if somebody says this technique works all the time, or this style is subjectively better than this style, <laughs> they are lying to you. Right. It is not right. a matter of absolutes; it is a matter of percentages. Unless they're talking about Tybo. Yes, that shit always yeah. works. That <laughs> that is the quickest way to a flat tummy and a delicious booty. Uh, beyond so we, that, so we don't like Tybo <laughs> anyway. No, well, no I, I like I, Billy Blanks quite a bit, but what, I when know. I was when I was. Uh, God, I can't remember what school it was, but there was there was um, some school that had a website, and and um, I found it with some of my friends from the kung fu school I was yeah. at, and we were just laughing so hard because it was the unbreakable block. Like yeah. there was the unbreakable, the unbreakable arm, thing, but it showed no, but it showed it, and it was just a guy in a horse stance with his his arms in an X in front of him, and I was yeah. like, I can think of about five different ways to break that block. It's, 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 it's off the top of my head. It's so. I mean, this is the problem with with modern martial arts and unfortunately modern kung fu, and is it's the developed down. It's developed into a cult of personality. A yeah. lot of times, a lot of people are like, oh, well, my master says this, and my style goes back to this, yeah. therefore I am unbeatable in this scenario. And then guys it go wasn't, out. It wasn't clear to me the first like five times I saw it that her mom had fainted. I right, thought she was right. just. Like fake dead. Like, what you're yeah. getting at, I don't think is modern. I think it's been like that for centuries. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's when true. I say modern, I mean the last two centuries compared to the last few thousand years. The guys who developed kung fu developed it out of necessity. The guys who developed yeah. karate developed it out of necessity. I heard that karate. Oh, I have to tell this. I know. I might be say. wrong. All right, all right, go ahead I might be so wrong, but okay. I heard. There's, no, I agree there, with you. I'm there, just saying, there, oh, because there's the philosophy of you should know your enemy right. better than your friend. Right. And so what the Chinese supposedly did was they traveled to Japan and they said, do you want to learn Kung Fu? And the Japanese were we like, taught sure. Them, we so taught them ta- stupid on purpose so they as a joke. Them, they taught them retarded Kung Fu. <laughs> okay. Really quickly, uh, respectfully, horseshit. Uh, say, and I'm not saying this as a karate apologist. I'm saying historically, if you look at a style specifically like Uechi-ru, which is also known as Pangainu and Kung Fu, that's just natural trade agreements. You're between... spitting out a lot of words. What, what gener- well, what generally <laughs> happened with a, with a lot of the Japanese styles, what happened was... Okinawa, o- because like... o- karate was developed not in Japan. Okinawa. Okinawa is where karate came from because they had close dealings with China. Because they were constantly traveling back and forth to China, okay. a lot of kung fu migrated. There, there were there were a couple styles. Retarded I can't remember which ones. I think. Yeah. I think. Well, here's the thing, because because basically, like um, one of the styles, I think maybe Taekwondo or something like that, evolved from because when the Japanese went to war with the Chinese yes. and got their butts kicked, they went back and they were like, you would not believe the shit they did. It was something like this. Right, <laughs> and they right. kind of tried to tried to reverse engineer what they right. had gotten their butts kicked by the other side. The, there's a, I mean, there's a direct lineage of Asian martial arts. Wait, that sort one of one Chinese and one Japanese? Yeah. yeah. Karate is Japanese? Karate is Japanese. Jiu-Jitsu is Japanese. Oh, my God. Taekwondo? Uh, Taekwondo is <laughs> oh Korean. Taekwondo. Oh, I, I know right, no so. things. Taekwondo. <laughs> my, my girlfriend is sitting next to Anthony and pointing and laughing at me. Mm-hmm. Taekwondo is Korean. F- uh, Eskrima <laughs> Arnis Kali uh, Filipino, Penchak Salat Indonesian, uh, and then yeah, Hapkido. Which so is, all the good stuff is Chinese. 
It's not. Here, no. and here's my you thing. are not listening wash, to the conversation. Wash away this notion of what style is best. It's not about that. Dude, it's I don't about, know what the difference between styles is. I'm just asking. That's what I'm saying. It's about percentages. It's like how what what is the percentage likelihood of this move move to work right. in an unpredictable scenario? Like, I, okay, as a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu guy, if I get someone in a don't straight arm bar, a Jujikatami, that has a pretty high percentage finish rate. If I go for an omoplata shoulder right lock, that was that, that was has a lower great. percentage. That, was, yeah. that wasn't very good no, wire work, especially that last kick that went nowhere. She just kicked because she was unbalanced. Don't choke me up, by the way. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no. <laughs> just good. pointing out that it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're watching, for those trying to understand where we are in the movie, it's in the middle of the, yeah. that whole desert thing. Or the beginning the, of it, beginning actually. beginning of the so. desert flashback where she's basically having a, a wet dream. Um, but, no, again, erase the idea of what style is best. Focus more on how you train because the the, the fallacy of, of, what, of why a lot of modern uh, – martial arts to become watered down is because a long time ago people were like oh well we're not going to spar we're not going to live drill because we have a lot of people coming in and if somebody gets hurt they're not going to come anymore and we want our school to it's grow a bi- because of business it's a business yeah. i mean there were that's th- one of the reasons the the like the the place i go to and one of the reasons i like them a lot is because they don't have belts yeah because they, exactly because, because he is like no if you're just coming to buy a belt I will tell you where you can buy those belts, <laughs> and you can just buy them. Um, you know, if you're coming here, you you learn the various yeah. things, and then you you know how much you've learned. Everyone else knows how much you've learned, but it's all like there aren't there aren't really tiers. It's right. like everyone right. is a student, and that's all that matters. It's I mean, originally in in karate, well, the belt system started in judo, and like it originally was white, green, uh, or no, white, blue, purple, brown, black. That was it. That was it. And originally, in like I think it was even white, green, brown, black. It was like really, Wait, really. I heard. I heard the very first belt was just white, and then, and then it got dirty enough. That's and the. That's black. the. That's the. Yeah, that's the uh, colloquialism. Is is that it was like, and and there's a lot of truth to that is that we train so hard, our belts are black. When I got my black sash, I walked into class one day. Literally, as I came through the door, my my sifu threw my black sash at me and said, "Good job." And that was it. And that's mm-hmm. the way it should be. And not only that, but we sparred. We had a sparring class every Friday where we we had two way live interaction, and you need that if you're if you get to be a black sash. And you've never been hit in the face hard. You're not going to be prepared for a real fight. Your your kung fu. It's not that a particular kick is going to work or a particular kick is not going to work. I've seen guys in mixed martial arts fight knocked out with spinning back kicks. I've seen a jump kick land. I've seen capoeira kicks knock a guy out. It's how you train. It's the realism that you bring to your training that ultimately matters and, more than and the you style. got you got to exp- the the it's, whole thing is you've got to mentally prepare yourself that it's like I'm going to probably get hit in the face hard. It's hard. Well, it seems like quite like like I, the whole the whole thing about training for if you're really gonna fight. If is that's like, what you're pursuing, I, I have to get. I have to be able to withstand two hard hits to the face and assume I can stop it after that. Right. <laughs> but right. I have to. I, I never hear those about that when I'm. Two. You know, like like I've, you guys have probably gathered, the knowledge of karate and kung fu and fighting in general that I have is not even colloquially mastered. <laughs> I mean, I just don't even know it. But it seems like I've never heard people talking about the actual physicality of, well, you can do this and this and, this, and you can get in this place. Like, well, yeah, but a bunch of times in that, your 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 kidneys are going to be bleeding yeah. and like all these other things. Oh, like, yeah. it's, it's, your you're face get, is going to be gonna, on You're going to get fire. hit. You're going to get hit, but it's about reducing the impact you receive and how much you distribute by yeah. like by like moving away from the things that's happening. Or? There's there's various ways to mitigate damage. I mean, uh, that's that's a perfect word for it is mitigating the damage. Like, yeah, that's all you. That's w- what you're doing. Because it ultimately, for. at the end of the day, you're you're not a god. At the end of the no. day, you're a human that's getting hit in the face. Exactly. There's only so much you can do about exactly. that. Exactly. There's and there's different philosophies of it too. There are some people who like to block further outward, like what you think of as a traditional high block. The problem is, is that you're trying to get perfect timing in that. Other styles like Penchak Slot or Muay Thai, they 
block closer to the head and realize you're going to feel an impact, but they can. That's the best position to absorb. Damage I wish we had video of Eddie know, describing right? stuff. It's great. He's doing like all these encyclopedia poses. of. Fucking martial arts but this style. Is, this, this is what is, happens when you move around a lot and you have no friends. This is well, but but to, I mean, the, and he fair, also knows everything about fucking comic books. It's, I say, I say, I say, I'm a kung fu snob, but but again, that's primarily for movies. I'm, staring, yeah. I'm He's like, staring at Eddie like, oh I'm my like, god. I'm sitting here. Well, no, I'm just saying. I'm like, I don't want to get punched in the face. Like, I'm not in in totally. a position with, and I, and I totally know that you know, um, k- kung fu compared to karate and stuff like that. It's like. It's like you've got two hard punches to the face, and then someone's probably going to win because most people can't take much more than that. Uh, if, right. you're, if you're doing, you know, real fights their, last their thirty seconds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're so, over so very quickly. That's not the point of learning this no, stuff for no. for me. You know, it's, no, and, and it's, that's and, and, like, and, and but uh, also for movies, people are like, oh, that's not realistic. I'm like, I know because realistic is boring, it's a movie, and kind of unpleasant. Really, it really it's disturbing <laughs> to watch. If you've ever unfortunately watched a fight, you never watch a fight with two people that are equally good. Right, I, I, it's I always to... some asshole. It's like the karate kid. Yeah, it's always no, some exactly. asshole. And a kid who doesn't know what he's doing. I used to live in Hawaii, and the the thing about Hawaii is that while as as friendly as everybody is, and while while everyone in Hawaii is just really awesome, and there's a sense of community and family, it's an island. Shit happens. You can't run away from it. You're gonna see that person again. Equals rumbles a lot of the time. I watched a lot of fights when I was in Hawaii, and they're not fun to watch. Like a real fight is not fun to watch at all. Have any of you guys ever been into a real fight outside of a dojo? Yeah. How did that go? Uh, Not fun. Really? Yeah, just not fun. I I had is one. it like like a bar I mean, situation? I don't, think, I, I don't think I've had a fight since I was like seven years old. It's been a long time. I yeah. had yeah, exactly. When I was a kid, yeah. I would get in fights with my cousins. And that and rumble stuff. lasted a long time. I told, <laughs> a lot <laughs> of headlocks. <laughs> oh my god! In it fact, lasted, I told it lasted the entire afternoon and evening. <laughs> I swear it went in, in on. In fact, a I long I told the story on Hook that I that I uh, used a line from Hook when I when I punched my cousin in the head. I said, <laughs> what? I, I said you can go back and listen. I the the line. Uh, from Hook with brace yourself, lad. This is really going to hurt. I said that and I punched him in the head. Yeah. It was funny. Awesome. Is that at one point <laughs> I have a fucking, he started it. I, I will say I, I he started a, it. I have a gay ass related story where I was walking my really giant dog, and she started running after something, and I quoted Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park Two. He was like. This is gonna be bad. And then I got yanked <laughs> by the shoulder. Oh, really? It wasn't must go faster while you were being dragged along trying to. That run? was Jurassic Park one, brother. Oh, I didn't hear you say two. Because I've had some arguments. This is gonna be bad. Is this Yank. A, is this the scene where she rejects him until he rapes her? Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. This is the. And then she's like, "Oh, but I wanted it, so haha." It's very. It's very similar to like <laughs> I tricked you. Yeah. It's very similar Technically, to like. Technically, <laughs> I'm raping your ass. Yeah. If you ever watched the movie version of The Fountainhead, which is an Anne Rand or Anne Rand book, um, she's that woman was just really disturbed, and she had a lot of like, she <laughs> oh was, my god, she was really big into rape fantasies, so though, it, of, like so these it, strong, so dominating men who rape you until you like it. Like it's, it's we've really done the Scientologist, we've done the Objectivist. That's because all women. Like I think that. I think someone um, just kidding. Someone really quickly needs to say some shit about Ron Paul. Right, and then the number of hits that we're going to get on this episode is going to fucking go through. Bring it. <laughs> no, I, I don't really care one way or the other about Ron Paul. I like him in conversation, but I'm not no. sure about him as a politician. Although he does deeply remind it's me, it's another of Pig- cult of personality. He reminds, thing, me, of, he reminds me of Piglet from Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> not, and that's fellow. that's not a, that's not a statement about his personality. Just in the face, especially he's well, got this sort of like wee little face and on his with uh, the little dark beady eyes on uh, Auto Tune the News. I can't remember which one, but they auto tuned him. God, that we're talking was, about Ron Paul now. Fun. Yeah, that's well, Damn Crouch and Tiger. Man, what hath you wrought? It's a natural conclusion of watching Crouch and Tiger. You talk about Ron Paul. You end up talking about libertarianism. Ron Paul's beady little eyes. <laughs> no, uh, a real fight. I got I got into one in seventh grade, and then a dude sucker punched me at sixteen and ran off. And uh, from about three hundred yards away, I saw my roommate in college getting jumped by about twelve Hawaiians. 
and couldn't do anything about it because I, I couldn't get there in time. And then um, how is that a fight? It's not a fight. It's it's like I said. Don't just, include that in your answer. I know, right? And then I talked about it in the Full Metal Jacket commentary where I had to restrain a dude. In yeah, yeah he's going crazy. He's going crazy, and we had it was I had to like take him down, and then like me and a bunch of other guys like held him down as so we took him to the hospital. That, that's about as exciting as it gets. Wait, what so, happened? Well, if you listen to the full we'll mode, no, there was a there's a guy in boot camp who uh, freaked the fuck out and attacked a friend of mine, and I just did a basic double leg tackle on him, and then a bunch of us just like swarmed on the guy and grabbed him, and the drill sergeant had us take him to the hospital. Uh, it was weird. He graduated, so he was in your United States Army. So there, you go. yeah, yeah. Matt's looking at me like, what the hey? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Listen to the Hurt Locker for Matt. I like that. I liked a little experience. bit here in the movie where uh, he starts singing. Yeah. Oh, that's guys, a very guys, cool guys, moment. Guys, crouching tiger, hidden dragons yeah. on. Because he's because it's very much he he's like, all right, go get in the tub. I'm not going to rape you or anything. I'm going to sing really loud so you know where I am. Although, Make sure you, you know, get into the non-rape tub. You think you think he would have been like la 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 la, la but he would have been like five feet away. He's he's very charming. I will say this. <laughs> so far away. He's very just, charming just in this. His like, voice I, I don't mind this interlude because I really like the chemistry between them and I really like the interaction between them. Like I I, I really much enjoy. I don't know. For whatever reason, this whole thing works for me. I like this story. I would almost like it as a separate movie, though. That's uh, like, yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. It's yeah. a separate movie plot. I love the, the middle man. Of it. Is this a Pan's Labyrinth problem? Um, no, because this is important. Fair question, though. I it, like how we can just jump into that and everyone knows what I'm talking about. It is. It is, that is a good question, but no. The the reason it's not is because this is this is backstory. This isn't an unrelated story. This is backstory that explains why these two characters are going to do what they do subsequently in the movie. And, it, and it's kind of parallel to to Lee Mubai and oh and, yeah, in the sense that I mean, but but it's it, a different set of circumstances that separate them. Well, it's it's almost um. Uh, yeah, parallel is a good way to put it, but also, you know, the kind of alternate universe kind of thing because Li Mubai and Chu Lien have been, have been restraining themselves, yeah. whereas Jen and Lo don't. They, and they're, they're being restrained thing. by an external source yes, in a lot of ways. Yes, you know? as opposed to themselves. She like but they tapped want him with a letter it. opener. Yeah, and he bled a little bit. That's it. Because I, lo- that's I their love foreplay. that bit. Instead of instead of like a big thing, it's just kind of like you guys. Have you guys just heard sticks that? in his shoulder. Have you guys heard the uh, Snicker Pimp song and the chorus is just "Love is just He's a blood her. sport"? Not yet. He's, oh, blood sport. Yeah, him kind of. Right See, there. Anything, there we go. Anything after they got rid of the female singer, I didn't listen to as far as Snicker Pimp. I don't get rape. Well, all I see is hair in his don't. face. What a brave stance for you to take in this well, world, no, sir. No, no, here's my thing, though. There is so much rape in the world that there have to be entire subcultures of people that are like, you want to go rape that chick? Yeah, let's go do it. And it's like, what I, fucking I, world do you live in? No, wow. no, no. That's just a numbers Sudden, game. That's a numbers game. There's so, no, no, no. That's not direction. how math works, my friend. There's not. There's, 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 it just seems like there's some. There's. I'm a lot sorry. Of, there's not two plus two makes rape. It's just, that's, you it's need to how, do some research on rape. I think. Well, there's a lot of. <laughs> like, it just happens so much. It seems like there's got to be people that. Wait, wait, wait. Have I less think, of a problem hold on, with it. Hold on. Hold on. We need to. Well, I've lost my boner. We need to find. We need to find out something here. What do you think, what do you think that direction. rape is? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's when you eat a lot of chicken, right? Oh man, it's like a lot of fried foods. It's, it's like every, so much of it. It's like every time I watch an, It's like every time I watch like a movie from the forties. Two ninety nine on Wednesdays. It's, it's like <laughs> get your rape today at McDonald's. <laughs> it's like every time I watch a movie from the nineteen forties with a toy. <laughs> every time I watch a movie from the nineteen forties and I see them kiss and then they just rub their cheeks against each other, I look at them and go. You guys don't know what sex is, do you? Yeah. Like you, you just don't know. Like, well, the fictional characters don't. Yeah, the actors portraying them. I know, right? right? 
Anyway, to answer that is, your question, yeah, I know. I, I never yeah, got the end of, of, of your of the. Wait, what are we talking studied? about? So twelve. Since Anthony's, I was twelve. Uh, and yeah. Oh wow! Taekwondo Hope Keto. We went through Ron, Paul, and Rape um, to get back to what Anthony can do. Uh, it's uh, worth it. I, I, I've been, I studied, <laughs> he can do both, by the way. <laughs> I studied a little bit of Iaido, Eskrima. Oh, cool! Right on. Uh, a little bit of Gracie Jiu Jitsu, Judo, nice. Kendo. A little bit of a lot of stuff. Nice. Um, that's kind of. I, so, I, I dip my toes in a few um, waters. Lately, it's been primarily in the past few years. Well. In the past few years, it's been gymnastics and stuff like cool. that. And most recently, it's been capoeira and kung fu. Nice. I did a little bit of capoeira uh, back in the day. I'm not naturally flexible. So, I mean, I have weird flexibility. Like, my hips are open, so I'm good for jiu-jitsu, for mm-hmm. Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And I, uh, but, for, but to do high kicks and stuff like that and to do flips, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just not about it. So. Isn't capoeira one of the sword fighting techniques you talked about in Princess Bride? Not at all. You're uh, trying to counter with counter- capoeira or something cap- like that. Capoeira is a... Capoeira, ap- yes. Ca- so, capo- so you said capoeira? It's an African-Brazilian style. Have you played Tekken? Have you played Tekken? I also yeah. don't video he games. He does play video games. He has oh no point God. of reference. Eddie and I have what absolutely nothing in common. What conversation is this? Okay, I'm not exactly briefly, sure what Teague does, actually. Very I, briefly, I do know things. Capoeira was He comes an, out of his box to do this podcast and then goes as, back in. As the, story, as the story goes, Capoeira started in Africa. It was an African indigenous martial art. And was it Africa? It was African. And then they brought the slaves over from Africa to Brazil. And then in Brazil, the, uh, the slaves were not allowed to practice any sort of fighting art. And also, their hands were bound by chain right. this very, far apart. Yeah. So what they did was they disguised their moves in dance. And so therefore, all the, it's very acrobatic and gymnastic. It's primarily kicks. And they use their hands mainly to post on the ground when they do a things like a au or a, a something, you know, a, a different gymnastic uh, things. But you and can they play music. You, you know? Yeah. And you, can and you learn the songs. You play the beer and bow, and you can you definitely know. see the the influence. It's almost like the evolution of a language or something, because you can see the way the the way they move their arms. Yeah. it's clearly because they, they were chained when together. You, when you do the Jenga, it, your hands are yeah. like very close here, and and it's it's beautiful to watch. If you Google Capoeira, you can easily lose your day because it's very cool to watch. And the you know, and I studied it briefly at the House of Champions in um, in the Valley here, and we got to play the songs, we played the instruments, and that was just as much fun as the, as the martial arts training that we did. Mm-hmm. So. Although, uh, you know, again, it was like you were saying. You Michael know, didn't as, like Capoeira. As much as I tried Capoeira, and it wasn't. It's it wasn't, tough, man. It's tough on the wrists. It's me. tough on. Oh the, well, it's tough know. on the knees, which I have a problem it's with. Tough and on also, the it's feet. just it's tough on everything, man. It's but, like, it's, is. but but it it is again the thing where where. You know, I mean, in the in the kung fu school that I go to, again, there's no belts or anything like that. Right. He's always like, there is no unbreakable hold or anything no, like that. No, any nothing. move you do has a counter. Any hold you do has a way to get out of it. Um, and he he uh, the guy like knows <laughs> right, them all I, too. A- but but the the thing about um you know uh, I I saw a, a YouTube video where with a couple like an underground fighting thing with a capoeira guy. Yeah. And he's like doing all these capoeira moves and showing off and doing this stuff. And he gets I don't Superman even know. Punched? Yes, I don't even know what the what the other guy did, but he just gets Superman punch and goes down that was the set of never back down oh was it that's actually a never back down uh, that's, that's Camp i haven't seen that movie Twilight. that's uh that's also choreographed by damon caro who does all of uh 300 uh, 300 yeah. and watchman he's the okay for okay that. that was a set I, I need an explanation yeah. real quick that makes sense why does she like him now we're um, now post-rape yeah post 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 rape he, he yeah. touched her in the bathing suit area and she was into that and she just needed so was as just like wow this rocks look yeah it's like okay i see what i was suppressed no, he's as, crying there he's actually got a tear because yeah. he's so much in love with her and as as kevin smith says she just needed some serious deep dicking exactly that's all she needed to turn herself around <laughs> i have a question how do people that are like lifelong martial arts enthusiasts reconcile with guns does it I'm, i mean it just I seems like one of those things well, okay, oh, there you go, right there. <laughs> it just seems like one of those things where it's, I, I, I feel like a fucking douchebag, but I'm like, I'd be like Indiana Jones. 
You do your yeah. crazy shit with that sword, which actually isn't that crazy if you watch the movie. And you yeah, it's not that. Well, here, uh, here's he's just doing like a basic spin spin thing, but yeah. it's like bang. Wow, that must have taken you a long time to well, dodge. Yeah, yeah, well, there was a time. There was a time when you know, guns you know, you were know, not a thing. You know, he was, right. like, that's, that's, <laughs> why, that's so, why I figured this is such, yeah. such an old that, thing. That, that was actually a f- uh, supposed to be a fight scene in Indiana. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He, was, yeah. he got sick. And it's yes. funny, by the way. Seriously, go back and watch that scene. He's really he's literally doing your 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 uh, the, the sword guy is doing your straightforward Dalrod spin spin. Hey, yeah. look how cool I am! It's like, dude, that's. If, if, I'll say and his wrist isn't even very loose. Although, surprisingly, if you watch in the background, it's mostly arm, there's yeah. a shot in the original Pirates of the Caribbean where Norrington's in the background. He's getting his sword. He's become Commodore. And it's out of focus, but you can see him do kind of a crazy little spin behind yeah. his back. Yeah. That's a little bit more complicated than what the guy in Raiders <laughs> right. does. And it's in the background. It's like, hey, that was well, kind of cool. Uh, Here we go. The movie's back. Yay. Oh, look at that. To answer your question really quickly, I, you know, I've been doing martial arts since I was that's her, that's her 14. That's her husband-to-be, so. by the way. So you understand why she's not that into it. Fat Horseman? Yes. I, after 18 years of martial yes, fat, arts, if fat guy... horseman. That's the fifth horseman of the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, pestilence. There's war, pestilence, war, famine, and death, fat. and fat. Yes. Um, if a guy comes at me, with, what if a, a guy... weird cultured podcast we have. <laughs> if a guy comes at me with a gun and says, "Give me your money," after 18 years of martial arts, he's getting my money. Like I, I can't beat a bullet. I'm not going to David Copperfield that shit. Well, that no, was like, that was. I mean, why? What's same... I mean? It's it's again. It's about percentages. Could this I is... disarm? Maybe. What's the percentage? This not is. I don't understand with. why she's wearing this giant ox head thing and in, in a box. Like no one can even see her. But she just loves you know, Midsummer Night's Dream. But she, anyway, Michelle that's a cultural Yeo, thing. Yeo, by the way, wrist launcher arrow. The hotness. That's, <laughs> that's the hotness right there. Eddie, you are a I don't strange know, man. I don't know why he did that though. Is he trying to kill her? What is he? I, I'll kill you. I, I was kind of confused about that, yeah. But um, so uh, do you guys really believe yeah. that um, Yun Fan and Michelle Yeoh would not, you know, do the lovemaking by this point in their lives? They're around each other a lot in this movie. No, yeah, that's the whole thing. That's why it's so difficult for them. I think if you, I think if you factor in, I don't believe it. I think if you factor in the the, the cultural mor- cultural mores along with the memory of a friend and also the the type of Mahayana Buddhism that they practice, it's conceivable to me that they wouldn't. You know what I mean? Like I, I could, I could, I. It's not a giant leap of logic to think that, especially in a movie where people are flying <laughs> and paralyzing each other, pressure points. It's not a giant leap for me to to assume that. Now, when he jumped just now, Michael. He was kicking his feet a lot. Yes, he was. Why was he doing that? <laughs> because How does that help him? That that slows him down. No, first of all, he is running through the air like Luigi in Mario Two. All right, that's a fair. That's a, and Michael and is wearing Luigi a Mario shirt. The, I should say Luigi is the highest jumper, as you may recall. That wasn't a Mario game, as you recall. <laughs> that was dubbed a Mario game. <laughs> Down in front, where we're talking about Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, we have now discussed Mario. Anyway. <laughs> but they do move and like Doki Luigi. Doki Panic. Am I the only no. one that watched that sequence and is going like, Prince Ali, Ali Ababa? No. I don't know what Well, I didn't sing Wait, it. Really? What's yeah, going on? What? You've what seen Aladdin. That? Oh, Aladdin, yeah. It's been a long time. I've, that's one of the Disney movies. guys with swords. I've literally, the last time I saw Aladdin was <laughs> oh over 15 years ago. So uh, it's, been, it's been a while. Anthony is just now realizing wanna, what show he is on. Yeah. I, I want to, I, honestly, I like the architecture of these uh, these houses and stuff. I really like kind of the just just not these. The set design any, is really good. The set design is great, and I just love. I, I would love to live in a climate where you could have a place that's very open like this, and just a lot of courtyards. You live in California, and, and people it, can it, break it, into it, your house really it, easily. You know, there are people paper, in Wisconsin. But, going, but, you, but, you, but see, it, see, if I lived in a place like this, I would also know kung fu, and it would be okay. There you go. Yeah, you you stand a good chance, a one in three <laughs> chance of kung fu if you if you break into the wrong door. <laughs> this could be somewhere in South China, or it could be San Diego, and you would never yeah. have San sex. Diego has. You would temper. never have sex with the love of your life. Also, rape. That's a good yes, point. rape. Now rape. here's here's the. 
<laughs> Here's the thing. Forget not the radio. It, it reminds me a lot so of the... Chayun Fett didn't do it. He should have... We, talk, we talked about it you a know bit. You know he raped uh, the bitch. Right. Just taking a piece of that. We talked anyway. about it a bit in the prestige Stop commentary. it. Everyone stop it. <laughs> oh, I love this. So she's supposed, to be, supposed a, to be defending she's women She's supposed here. to be a boy, right? Yeah, she's supposed she's to be, hiding to be a boy, so yeah. With I, her, her, I, her supple breasts. This, yeah. this is what I don't understand about Kung Fu movies. Is in, in Wing no, Chun... No, the hat means you're a boy. In Wing Chun, Michelle Yeoh was yep. mistaken to be a boy. I'm yep. like, how the fuck... How can you mistake that person for a boy? It's right. like, you have right. to be a, a retard. I was just watching the Pirates trilogy this weekend, and I watched the sequence where Kira Knightley, or fucking Elizabeth Swan, uh, pretends to be a boy on the other ship. And I was a little, I was almost like... You know, previously I was like, man, she's kind of pretty. She's got really wide cheeks and pretty eyes. And when you watch her as a boy, it's like, I almost buy that. Uh-huh. This is not happening right now. By the way, I love the names Flying Cougar and Eagle yeah. Iron. Uh, yeah, the, the, I love the names that they give them. And Meanwhile, the, the, Eddie Squatting Dog, Dogie, Dodie. <laughs> the, the funny thing Dogie. is that they're not, you know, they, they only decided to start shit with her because she was a bitch to the waitress. Yeah. Like, they would have left her alone if she hadn't been such a bitch, but now they're like, oh, you're tough, huh? That's another tough, thing. Huh? Every Shit, single yeah. movie she's in, she's a bitch. Yeah, she has got a, every uh, single yeah. movie she's in. Which, which I mean, makes me even Rush Hour too. Yeah, I know. It, it makes me think like, is she just permanently typecast now, or is it that's just what her strengths are? Like, can she not do nice? That's a nice little samurai moment. <laughs> yeah, the the Iido actually the one draw sort of strike uh-huh. and then sheath it back down. Okay. I love guys, Iado. I've always see, wanted to study did, Iado. Did you guys the see the Mila Jovovich movie that was really bad? Um, Which one? Oh boy, yeah. The a, oh, they're opening Pandora's box Violet. on that was one. It Ultraviolet. Oh, oh god. There was, <laughs> I had, the guy that, made, that uh, was a bad. That was a bad movie. Oh, but god. there was a, there was a thing like that in Ultraviolet where yeah. you don't even see what happened. You just you just hear the sword come out. Right. And then everyone drops dead. That's that's a, that's a Zatoichi thing. Like they do that yeah. in the samurai yeah. movies. They a also lot did that too, in Slither. I know Slither. And that's why the guy who did Equilibrium. That's that's the by the guy who did Equilibrium. He's white too. I am white. Eddie is not white at all. No, we're uh, Eddie about is the a strong, beautiful guy. black I'm, man. I'm United Colors of Benetton. We are all one. <laughs> anyway. My favorite, my favorite fighter is... <laughs> a Buddhist walks up to a hot dog stand and says, make me one with everything. Look, he's holding her hand. Oh, my God. Suppression. No, Suppression! this is huge. This is huge. No, this, is this is a big is a deal. Big and deal. She's, like, she's like, awesome, but oh, my God, what have we done? And like, she Even now, this is a moment that she's like, I can't she, believe what she we're She is now sitting this. in a puddle. She is just... Yeah. yeah. Ew. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. It's the margarita that uh, that Teague made me. I made your margarita. <laughs> he, so. put, he put Teague juice in there. <laughs> he starts speaking nonsense. Oh. I just start speaking very bad. <laughs> My Teague juice is strong. Oh dear. Anyway, Crush Tiger. Like, well, anyway, yeah. This movie has been more of a party than I imagined. It yeah, to be. exactly. Like, it's been. I thought we were going to have this huge intellectual discussion about about Ang Lee and his his shooting style and how Eddie Doty? Seamus. Tell me about Ang Lee and his shooting style. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm just saying. I thought, <laughs> I'm I just saying I thought we might I didn't say I would be I that thought, guy. I thought, I thought the car chase that he directed in the B&W films Stop was it. boring. You love that movie. It was movie. so boring. <laughs> no, it wasn't. The, it wasn't. You know what? You love it and want to marry it. So it's so talking about boring. It. How long ago did that it's come like, out, though? It's it, been forever it, since it, that thing came out. Like 2000 or something. Early 2000s. It was right after this that he did that. And then at the end. There we go. Theme right there. To repress one's feelings only makes them stronger. Yep. Yeah, yeah that's great. Angley so has at, problems. At, at the end of it, <laughs> that's, a, that's a very that's a very that's a very Buddhist thing to say. I'm gonna say that's a very like. Anyway, go ahead. At the end of the BMW short film, he goes after this sucky thing. Check out my next sucky thing. Hulk band aid. Yeah. <laughs> I I have like it's, I like that shot. I don't know why. I just do. It's, it's just a very it's simple, a just beautiful framing. Nice yeah. Oh, layer change. There we go. Um, mm-hmm. it's 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 funny you mention that. Um, the, you know, I I saw Hulk 
in the same in a double feature. I saw Hulk and Finding Nemo, Whoa. and I called that the Daddy Issues double feature because <laughs> that that entire movie was just more. When about Albert God. Brooks is your daddy. You do have issues. Yeah. Now, uh, no, no, Hulk no. And Finding Nemo. We just yeah. We we theater jumped. We actually I hadn't done that since college. I mean, my Were girlfriend. You trying at the time. to hurt yourself? Like, I, you know, I, I <laughs> obviously no wonder which one I preferred. But I I don't hate on the Ang Lee Hulk as as much. I as didn't a lot have a big problem do. with it. You can listen to our episode. Jake had a problem with it. Jake yeah. No. I know no, Jake hated this it. Is, yeah. This is an interesting thing I, I, that always struck me as interesting, probably just a cultural thing, but she orders this big thing, right. and then he's like, I'm going to have to order that from another restaurant. She's like, go do it. I'd be like, what, really? They did that? How about how about no? The restaurant next door can make you that right. shit. Get <laughs> to have a Diet Coke. This is an I guess odd they, I guess they would mark it up. Just for the convenience of doing well, you it see for that you, he, he poured it in there, and he was kind of fucking. He spilled a little bit. No, she spilled it for her. Which Master, is weird. Master of the Flying Guillotine has a scene similar to this, actually, with with the restaurant. No, this is definitely nothing. So nothing, so beats, Star Wars. nothing beats the Drunken Master two axe fight scene. Yeah, the axe game scene. this this yeah. movie this movie though is is full of references like that to, to other kung fu. Movies, There's something about supposed... what you guys that know what you're talking about. Fucking and you'll see Ger- you'll see Gerald Nakamura in here in a little bit. There he is, Gerald Nakamura, right there. He actually makes weapons. You'll see a lot of his. Custom designed weapons later on uh, when Michelle Yeoh and and Zhang Ziyi fight the the like the weird thing that has like fish hooks at the end and like blades on the side that's actually a weapon designed by Gerald Nakamura an original weapon Eddie the Eddie Doty yes sir what's your favorite uh, kung fu movie fight scene of all time Whoa. best that's a, that's most a, awesome I, I would fight say scene? Legend uh, of Drunken Master the fight between Ken Lo and Jackie Chan I and like Anthony, yeah. I like I like Ma- I like Ma- only because it's like half a team half kung fu is the final fight between one arm boxer and the master of the flying guillotine because the guy, and the one arm boxer realizes, you know, in addition to just having one arm, I have to beat this guy who's so much better than me. I must create this elaborate thing and everything must go according to plan <laughs> in order to beat it. And not only does he beat so him, it's like a mission impossible. He, he kills him fucking dead. He throws <laughs> an ax in his chest, punches it in further, oh. and then kicks him off a roof and he lands in a coffin. Like, <laughs> nice. And this That's is that, that actually and not only that, badass. but because because the master of the flying guillotine is blind, they he Damn, lo- he lures him. Fall. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great camera move. But he, he, because the master guy flying guillotine is blind, he has to lure him into a birdhouse filled with all these birds in order to attack him to make it a fair fight. Fair enough. That's and I think that your villain should always be naturally stronger than your hero. Sure. In a lot of ways, and both guys are sort of disabled to begin with. But the master of the flying guillotine, he has the flying guillotine, which is the ultimate weapon. And to me, it's just like this ultimate like fight scene that everything had to go right in order for it to work. Darkman, favorite fight scene in a kung fu movie? That's. That's hard to say. I'm not sure I can I can pick one. I the think, one that stands out. He's like is, RVD. His, the, yeah, no. you fucking stole the joke from me. I was trying to talk. God you, damn it! You talk too slow. <laughs> the 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 one that I love how scared this guy gets. By the way, he 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 whips out his fighting fan and he's shaking it to be like to freak her out to make noise. But then she's like, "Oh, your name! It makes me want to puke, and I'm gonna kill you just for having that name." And then the shaking because becomes because he's scared. That's a nice little uh, moment. A lot of good shooting here, and notice she hasn't. Um, she, uh, the the sword stays in the scabbard until she quite pointedly takes it out. All right, all She's right. She's fighting them without a sword. At least a fight scene you like. Uh, uh, the one that pops to mind most readily is the one that Anthony said, which is the end of Drunken Master Two. I also liked the Wheels on Meals fight scene between Jackie Chan and Benny Urquidez. That's really good. That was an incredible fight. Benny Urquidez is a badass, by the way. I got to train with him once at a seminar. He is a really fucking smart guy. Like, really, really nice. smart. Very, I know, very I, kind I noticed too. none of your answers are from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Oh. Well, oh. well I mean, this, this movie isn't trying to... That's below the belt. No, this a, movie isn't trying to judo be... judo chop. No one said this was... Below the, the black belt with a judo chop. <laughs> 
this is this is the art film version of all of those yeah. other movies. I mean, it's got great stuff in it. Um, it's using kung fu as a way to express its themes. Yeah, though. you what know what I mean. Me I mean, I mean, I, I would probably say that the fight between her and the other girl is is up there. Michelle on the when her Michelle Yeoh fight, that's amazing. Oh, yeah. That's a great scene. Has that happened yet? No, no, it hasn't happened yet. Okay, good. I was going to say, I feel like I've almost been paying attention. But this is a very necessary scene, and for terms that she's she's actually gaining her confidence and feel like she's coming in own. She's like she's on her own. She's she's escaped. That guy looked like she's getting Lee. she's getting to live her fantasy and realizing <laughs> that she could if she wants. But she's kind. Of, but as she'll that discover, racist? huh? Is that racist? <laughs> yes, they all look alike. They all all right. look alike. No, I said, said that said, guy looked like Jet Li. I did not say everyone. You're the guy that alike. said all Irish people look five years older. <laughs> By I the way, that? I love I love this. <laughs> I, did I love that, the indie post she ends up in, and then you just yeah. see my favorite thing is this la- or this staircase that's about to collapse yeah. right there, or the hallway just dead, and she's still as stiff as a board. Staircases. That's almost like, like an Airbender moment. I know. Well, I mean, again, you can trade. I mean, and this was influenced in a lot of ways by other movies, and Airbender was influenced. Wait, by wait. Those same Airbender movies. is a Nickelodeon show. Am I wrong? You're yes. absolutely right. You're correct. Wait, wait. Amazing so, show. Wait, a Nickelodeon Amazing. show was it's culturally actually, relevant. It's actually not called Airbender. It's called Avatar. The last Avatar. The last Airbender. Yeah. And then they dropped. Avatar because of Avatar, but they because of that use, two billion dollar movie. They yeah, use a lot out. of genuine styles. I mean, it, we mentioned Bagua earlier. Wait, Airbending you just watched all of Airbender, right? Ba- yeah, uh, uh, waterbending is Tai Chi essentially. Yeah, you just watched all of Airbender, yes, right? Yes, I did. Yes. So does it hold up as like a, a it's fight, an amazing a show? ending? I love it. Yeah, an amazing. The, the We're still talking about the Nickelodeon series, show, yeah. right? The animated yeah. series. Yeah, amazing. Like, yes, when did this? Yet. When did this show happen? Because I missed that it. show is about way better than ago? this movie. To me. Oh, so it was recent Nickelodeon. I'm I, sorry. I, I, I don't know about okay. that. I don't and, know about and that. American. It wasn't. It wasn't I think I would call. I would say apples and oranges. I'm not going to put them against each other. If I were to weigh the entertainment entertainment value of this movie versus Avatar, I would choose Avatar any day of the week. I don't have. Avatar the last one. Okay. I don't have. I don't you have. Gotta be, you got to be clear, man, because Avatar was not that. Uh, yeah. Well. Yeah. But you can't pick it any day of the week because it would take two and a half days to watch it, as opposed That's to two not hours. True. For it, this would, one. it would take about nineteen hours. But I could also <laughs> say I get more entertainment value out of reading the Saint Christmas Day speech from Henry V versus watching, uh, you know, Big Brother. Yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, that, I could make. I that think com- you could compare that. I, no, you can't. It, it really, Not I mean, it really, fairly. Yes, you it really, can. He just did it. And <laughs> well, no, I was using that example of how you couldn't compare the two. Like, I, I use that as an example. Ha, of like, you lose. You disproved yourself because you oh. did compare it. Uh, this conversation is folded in on itself like an MC Escher painting. <laughs> I've completely lost any sense of where I am. Um, <laughs> who am my, I and what, what is, is my name? I like, who am I and where's my soup? I like apples better than oranges. What's wrong with and, that? And you're absolutely entitled to, to, to like apples better than oranges. And, and for the record, I like apples better than oranges. I just think that faggot. <laughs> I just, yeah, Mike goes to the other room and then you drop the f bomb. Uh, no, <laughs> I know. Like he gives a shit. I don't. Um, I don't no. give a shit. and He doesn't give a shit. I know. It's, no, but it's, like it's I, a circle of don't care. I don't know. I guess for me, it's like I don't think of Avatar: The Last Airbender when I think of this movie, and I don't think of Avatar: The Last Airbender when I think of certain kung fu movies. I think Avatar. I think of movies like I, th- I think of kung fu movies when I watch Avatar because it's so heavily Chinese influenced. Absolutely, which makes me angry. About the cast choice, but that's not about. Okay, let's, 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 about. let's spend a second that. here on fucking. No, that's a separate discussion, which I agree yes. with you wholly on. Let's spend like, a second here on the last Airbender because I have totally missed this. Like, really I, I, cool, I was man. I was done with Nickelodeon by '99, maybe, and I, I guess I missed I watched, this entire. Do you have, do you have Netflix? Because you can you can pick up all three seasons. Well, on your bear Netflix. in mind, I've never watched a kung fu movie before. I you mean, might want to do that first. Yeah. Well, it just seems like I mean, you watch the Matrix. I, I, just, I feel like weirdly robbed because if you've watched the Matrix and Kill Bill, like Kill Bill is a blender of of kung fu and samurai. I mean, films, I think we can know? all agree. I think frankly, I think we can all agree, agree that the best shows that Nickelodeon ever had 
were Doug and Rocco's Modern Life, and I missed what? apparently. No, I think Brandon Sippy is way more cultural than Sippy. Yeah. What was that Clarissa show? Clarissa, Clarissa explains, explains it all. It all. Yeah. She was cute. Wow. I, I, I guess I, I guess I missed the whole Airbender. thing. That has entirely. nothing to do no, with Airbender. Airbender's recent. Airbender's. In fact, in fact, I think it's a mistake to compare them because if anything, there's a there's a direct lineage to be drawn between the fact that this movie was a mainstream success. And then they were able to make a mainstream kids show that was very martial artsy and fantasy and stuff like that. I take it. A step, I think. I take it a step further because you could do that to Kill Bill. To that, sure. is what, you know. I, I I think I think without crouching, you know, comparing them is one thing, but without Crouching Tiger, there would be no The Last Airbender. I don't think that's true. I do because you because you got. Chinese movies have uh, those kinds of people. I'm sure have been fans of that genre. What kind of people? Eleven year olds. No, who the, Avatar the, was the, made for the. Eleven-year-olds were one when this movie came out. <laughs> no, uh, this was okay. Sure, but eleven-year-olds <laughs> at the time, the the uh, Airbender came out what two thousand four, two thousand five, two thousand seven. No, that was the last season. Seven. I, mean, I think six, it was like five. I want to say two thousand five. Two thousand five yeah. was the first season, so it's a five-year difference between this and Airbender. They still would not know what this is. I guarantee you. I'm activating Wikipedia app but, right now. But the fa- but the fact that this ha- this was a mainstream success. Probably made it much easier for the last Airbender to get greenlit and produced. Maybe there's no way to to prove that for sure. Certainly, there's no way to prove it, but there's there's a pretty clear correlation. There's been a lot of other kung fu movies. Jackie Chan stuff came out before this. No, but it was nothing has been a success like this. Rush Hour. Huh? Rush, Rush Hour was after this. Rush Hour. No, Rush Hour was before this. Rush Hour was 98. Oh, Rush Hour was okay. 98. Yeah. But, but, that was, not, but, that, but this is much closer to but that's Airbender. A, that's, than a, that's a Jackie Chan style movie. And Jackie Chan style. That's a Jackie Chan style and urban movie. Well, the, Legend of Drunken Master came out before this. I guess, we, I guess from 80s on, Jackie Chan, UNBL, Samuel Hung made a very specific type of comedy kung fu movie that. That bro- that's what broke in America first, in, in with uh with a uh, what was it ninety uh, six movie uh, that he had. The, I don't know the first Jackie Chan. I want to okay. I, I want to actually talk about the movie and movies and stuff. Uh, <laughs> no, not movies, but but like February two thousand five for uh, Avatar: st- Last Airbender. Stole that. Stole that. Uh, Pose right that now. okay, I can see. But um, that. by the way, this fight scene is effing amazing. This fight scene is amazing, and what I wanted to talk it. about the, the the one actual thing I wanted to talk about here was that um, a lot of people when they're writing action and stuff like that, they're kind of talking about you know how do you write it and stuff like that. This is this is amazing, and you can just you know sit there and watch and, and ignore me if you like. One thing to note is that a lot of it is sold in the sound effects. Like if you're watching without the sound, they don't connect a lot of the time. Yep. Um, and it's well, just about selling the move, and they use the uh, the sound effects. But because right. the blades are moving so fast, right. you you buy it. You sell. Well, I mean, in stunts, as everybody knows, like but, the, you, there's the idea of selling something, and it's often the reaction of the stunt person that has to. But in terms sell of it. in terms of writing, what I wanted to say is, you know, I've, I've read a lot of scripts where people want to do action, and they choreograph it on the page, and you just like your eyes glaze over and you skip through it. This is first of all, I have the script to Crouching Tiger. The script. This is a two the and a half spear, hour. By the way, this is a two and a half hour movie, and and uh, conventional wisdom is that you know uh, it's one page per minute yeah. of movie. Um, so two and a half hours would be 150 minutes. Um, this is a 57 minute script. That, a 57 <laughs> page script. Yeah. 57 page script. Yes. Wow. Um, and this is this is what's on the page for this fight scene. Dorkman you, is reading off his iPad. I right am now. reading off my God. You keep making a thing of my iPad. Not the just iPad. I'm just saying. Okay. You're re- say you're, it. You're, say you're, it. You're reading the thing. So describe the fight. Okay. I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm sitting. I'm ready. Ready. You scoops up a weapon from one of many lying around and begins her battle with Jin. 
You uses every weapon that's available against Jen, but none are any match for the Green Destiny. After slicing through another set of used weapons, Jen looks admiringly at the Green Destiny in her hands. Wow. That's a fight? Yeah, that's a fight, and wow. I'll point out when that part of it ends. By the way, this weapon here is a Gerald Nakamura um, design. This is not The a, hook sword? The hook sword is yeah. not a traditional kung fu weapon that dates back. Unlike the Gen, the, the Gen, uh-huh. uh, which which absolutely is historically correct. Well, the hook sword has been around for a yeah, while. Yeah, but that particular design with, design, the, blades, sure, with yeah. the blades on it, that was a Gerald Nakamura design. Now, this thing I love. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't even fucking try it. She's like, yeah. oh, fuck that. Okay. <laughs> And I think that's a Nakamura design too, but I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure about that. They do a lot of the thing you don't like in this fight scene, which is frame blending. They, speed they do. Things. They speed. They speed up a lot in this movie, which I, I I'll admit. Um, they must no, have edited on Final you, Cut you, Pro. You shot RVD2 <laughs> on 22 in Apple some places, J, just so you could speed it up. But no, shooting it that way is different from from shooting it normally and then speeding it up because the, it gives itself away when you speed it up. In post, right? It's the Charlie. Um, Chan, it, there's Charlie there's Chaplin less effect. of it. There's less of it in this scene actually than in their first fight scene together. And I think they probably did that because they're like, this is the first fight scene of the movie. It's got to fucking blow people away. And so, by the way, that that the look on uh, uh, Zhang Xi's face there, they're really good acting. They're like, acting in yeah. this scene, which is like they're not. They're not. A lot, and part of the Drew Barrymore syndrome is that they're trying to remember their steps to the point to the detriment of the performance, where yeah. you you their face just kind of goes blank. You see him like, really... what's next? And that that that's the end of what I read. Right. So and... that was like four minutes long for yeah. three lines on a page. I think one of the things I don't like about these fight scenes is there seems to be a lack of impact when they're hitting each other. I would agree with you. Like that's what takes me out of the fight. Is like Zing Z will step on a guy, like tap him, and he'll fly across the room, and I'm like. Maybe she's supposed to be powerful, and that's the thing about it. But I don't buy it. But again, it's, right? It's not just it's not just the force of their muscles that's uh, significant in these kinds of fight scenes. I, I get what you're saying, and, and this is, I guess, is my point: is that this style of filmmaking, this style of of fight choreography, the style, the the, the kung fu film style. It's very specific about what it does. This film rises to the top of that uh, of that sort of branch. In my and that's why what I say like in all the other commentaries I've done, I'm over kung fu because everybody it's been copied and copied and copied and you get it's diminishing returns the entire time because you because unlike Yuan Woping who is the uh, the fight choreographer here, not everybody's Yuan Woping and it takes Yuan Woping to make this entertaining and when you have it done so many times that's why I'm very happy we have people like like uh, Damien Caro and, and happy we have people like Tony Jaa and the Thai style and how that particular fight of fight or style of fight choreography is coming in vogue now I wish we had more of that because unfortunately only once a generation are you going to get a crouching tiger in terms of I, the I way don't, this is I don't, done I don't think it requires a Yuan Wuping I just think it requires someone who actually cares and is not just about getting it done. I agree with you but I'm just I'm just saying it I agree with you but unfortunately th- there aren't as many of Where those Where did he people. come from? He flew. He was the hidden dragon. <laughs> oh, and he was crouching. He was crouching as he flew. I just I guess that's my point is that is that yes, if you have people who care absolutely, but those people are in you don't see them as much, and you, you unfortunately the Hollywood answer is. Uh, it feels is like they no. went to Spain or something. What yeah, this hell? this is when um, there's some there's some. Okay, here comes the nuke, uh, fridge scene. nuking going on the, here for yeah. me. <laughs> the, I will this, admit, I will as admit. beautiful as it is shot although, and as lyrical as it is, yeah, it does sort I, of take. I out do of it. want to appreciate that the color green is in this movie, as opposed to just fucking cyan and orange like Dor- we get Dork with everyone. Man, let me point out to you and Anthony together. Uh, uh, it's a two-hour and twenty-minute movie. We're an hour and thirty-five in, and here's our, our tree fight scene. 
So, uh, hold on. Is it two and a half hours? That's way closer to halfway. No, to give the me a end. second. Is it? Is it? That's do we have another hour left? Closer. I used to give me a second. Let me see if I was wrong before, way. so that you're wrong. Now. Wrong. I used to have. I used to have a time wrong. code. I used to have a time code calculator app that I could probably. Hold on. No, I'm gonna look up how how long how much longer this movie is. Every time I prove him wrong, I'm like, I was right. I might have I might have been wrong before, but that'll make you. It felt longer than it was. Oh, certainly, especially with this tree. Frankly, I'm 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 hoping the Dorkman's right, just because I don't want to watch another hour of this. Yes. Well, you're not engaged. You don't know the movie, though. I know, I know, I know. But the fight scenes are cool. Actually, I was thinking during that whole fight scene, I was like, you know, I used to think that. and this is this is interesting to say in front of Michael, but I used to think that the, yeah, the two it best is two hours. I was wrong. It's not two and a half. It's okay. just two hours. So oh, we're good, good, good. Three quarters of the way through. I used to think Whatever. that the uh, the two best uh, huh, sailor, I lose and win. The two so best <laughs> sword fight scenes I I was aware of were RVD one, no offense, and uh, Princess Bride. Uh, RVD two was cool, but it had a lot of there's a lot of breaks in the tension, which is actually more kung fu. It's more like and we take a breath to pause. Right. So, meanwhile, when you watch the Princess Bride fight between the Man in Black and Inigo Montoya, it's just like flip kill. Like it's that cool. You need to watch Sammo Hung fights. Those are intense. This is a, how do you choreograph this shit? Sammo Hung fights. Did they do this on a real tree? No. Yes. So, Sammo Hung fights are way more complicated than these fights. And they're that they're still at that speed, and they're intense. Well, also well, Jackie, Chan. Jackie watched, Chan is really technical. That last fight that we stuff. just watched. What my, my point, which I guess I missed, was that I, I I was rivaling that that fight scene just there with other stuff that I've seen that I consider the best that I've seen. That was a really fast, intense fight. Mm-hmm. I think that was my favorite fight of the movie so far. That's well, right, right I, now. I'm sort of thinking um, that was actually the last fight of the movie. What are they doing now? Isn't there another yes. one at the end? No, no. Although that was a huge wire stunt. But still, no. Yeah. I think that was actually comped. But See, okay, what you were saying, you were saying something earlier about how it's not about just how much muscle you put into it. It's the technique. In, in these of the, kinds of into, movies, in these kinds not of movie, in the, in, in a not kung, in the real world in, in a kung fu movie, but in Drunken Master, which is a kung fu movie. I didn't say movie, any kung fu movie. I said these kinds of movies, which is a wuja movie, okay. a fantasy I guess movie. I, I guess I should state that I'm generally not a fan of fantasy kung fu movies. I, I'm just like... They turn me off for some reason. Hero was well, sure. It's more impressive when you've got Jackie Chan, and it's just, just like uh, Tony Jaw now. Although I hear Tony Jaw's retired for a few years, but um, he's making Ombak three. He's making Ombak three, but then after that, he's becoming like a Buddhist monk. He sort he sort of flipped out and left into the forest during the making yeah. of Ombak two. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised about that because he is very traditional yeah. uh, Thai Buddhist. But yeah, I mean, there are elements I like of these movies, like Hero and and what have you, and and uh, House of Flying Daggers. But it's just like overall. I just I feel drained and bored, and I want the movie to end. House of Flying Daggers was probably my least favorite of this kind. of I didn't movie. like House of Flying Daggers. She totally no. she's I don't know where she's going because you saw the the vector of that sword and it went straight yeah. down and she continued anyway. Physics bu- are, physics are not the friend of this movie. Yeah, the bubbles did not help. They probably should have done something. About she should that, just but. fly. That was green screen, by the way. That was one yeah. of the few green screen shots in this movie. She should fly through the water. But it's called swimming. Um. But she should like ninja but, ninja swim or something. <laughs> yeah, she should just torpedo through the water. <laughs> exactly. Um, but ninja, anyway, ninja swim gonna... is opening up for uh, the Foo Fighters. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't like uh, House of Flying Daggers that much. But I did, uh, the opening to House of Flying Daggers was good, and then it just kind of slowly got lamer and lamer. But um, uh, I really like Hero. I like Hero a lot. Hero was cool. I. I could have done a little bit, l- w- uh, done with a little bit less of the usual suspects style of right. hero, but it was cool. Right. You know, I did not see the promise. Was that good? 
The Promise was okay. It was interesting. It was visually very interesting. The Promise was that the that's not a kung fu movie, is it? It's the not. Pledge. I was thinking was, of yeah. I was thinking of Sean Penn's The it's Pledge. A, it's a Chinese movie, and okay. therefore yeah. Michael categorizes it with kung fu movies. Right. No. Right. That was a John Woo movie that just racist. Came out. You're racist. Sexist. Um, You're sexist. I can't tell John <laughs> right. Woo and Bruce Lee apart. So. Anyway. Bruce Lee does a high jump in End of the Dragon. Bruce Lee does some amazing shit. Bruce Lee's greatest strength is, to me, when I think of Bruce Lee, I don't think of the movie star. I think of the philosopher. Like he uh-huh. was, he was, he changed the face. You're of You're like martial the arts. kung fu Bob Marley fan. <laughs> Which means what? <laughs> you don't think about the music so much as, man, what he meant to the world, man. No, I mean, th- okay, there would be no Ultimate Fighting Championship without Bruce Lee. Let's make that clear right now. UFC? Like, yeah, there would be no UFC. There would be no idea of mixing martial arts and, and finding. he was the, That was what Jeet Kune Do was all about. That's interesting how he said UFC off of him saying Ultimate Fighting Championship. Usually someone says the abbreviation. They're right. like, what's that? Do right. you mean this? I have, I, I mean, I, I have like... Yeah. I want some goddamn person to understand what we're talking about. Thank you, Anthony. Right, right. I, I'm glad we brought you in for this. <laughs> Shut Yikes. No, I mean, when... Sexist. I love what? this. I love this bit here. She's crazy. You should have killed her. I'm like, what do you think I was trying to do? <laughs> I know, bitch. I threw a giant club at her. Like, <laughs> she let her go, didn't she? She, she did. sort of did. She but did. Like after, after, after not being I like able how she retconned it. I didn't have the heart. Yeah, I didn't have the heart. I no, that's a fair statement, though. If, you're not, if your heart's yeah. you know, no, not she in could it, have. you're not going to fight have. too well. Yeah. The point is, at the, very end of the, at the very end of the fight, she had her blade right at her throat, and she didn't do it. Funny, funny you mention, there was actually a, a real fight in the UFC recently where that happened. A guy named Pat Berry just fought his idol, Mirko uh, Filipovic. And because he respected him so much, he actually knocked him down twice in the first round. But because he respected him so much, like he was very vocal about how he idolized him, he didn't go after him to finish him off. And because uh-huh. of that, he ended up getting beat. Because of that, uh-huh. he ended up getting choked out in the final round. And so th- that's absolutely true. If you if you see something you like, but somebody, people are more really... likely to remember that than his win. Quite exactly. Frankly, so. Exactly. Michelle Yeoh is not Chinese, by the way. No, she's Malaysian. Malay. And uh, uh, apparently. Um, I mean, apparently that was uh, actually a big thing, and and uh, Chow Yun Fat um, sp- spoke his Mandarin with a very Cantonese accent, yep. which you can apparently hear. And the whole and the the here's here's a a very funny. I thought it was very funny and ironic kind of uh, kung fu movie type of thing. Usually these are are badly dubbed type of movies, is the idea and stuff like that. Um, anywhere but China. For this movie, they actually redubbed. Everyone. They redubbed everyone who was already speaking Chinese with native Chinese speakers so that the Chinese markets wouldn't freak out about the accents. Interesting. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I almost I lost my shit. Yeah. Had, had popping Damn right accents. I know. No Chinese accents. I mean, then again, if I ever see a movie with Miley Cyrus in it, I would almost certainly want it dubbed with somebody else's voice. Oh, my God. I'd she want to be most, shot. With... She has the most nasally voice I've ever heard of anybody. Like, I saw her. I saw her. Worse than me. I haven't. I. I. The only thing I know about Miley Cyrus, I saw her perform once on American Idol, which I'm clearly not trying to defend myself against being a total fucking fag, because um, I watch American Idol anyway. But, but I don't I, listen. I prefer Americans Got Talent. Sir. I don't listen to Miley Cyrus. Let's just get that clear. But she was on American Idol for one of their friggin', you know, uh, uh, Idol Gives Back type of things, right. like one of their their um, pledge drives. And it was one of the worst things I've ever heard. Her live it's performance. Phenomenal. I was bad. watching. I was watching, and I was like, "The thing Simon would say to her if she came in. <laughs> if for she an was audition, a contestant, would be fucking phenomenal." Oh my god! So now this conversation. Now this conversation included Miley Cyrus and her discussion. Anyway, we should Tiger. do the transporter. Did you guys do the transporter? We haven't done the transporter. Yet. We should do the no, no, That's yeah, because then we might be able to bring up Justin no Bieber. No kidding. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Justin Bieber in that shit? Oh no, no we're just fucking around. Oh no. 
the uh, I didn't know who Taylor Swift was. I'd heard the name like Taylor everyone else has. Swift, yeah. Oh dear, I said Taylor Swift. Am oh, I said still Tara. doing this? I'm, I'm no, Taylor Swift. Uh, but I saw <laughs> what her. I, what have I wrought? Like like Trey, my my connection to current pop culture is basically through I love SNL. That. Yeah, this good. is amazing. They both can just deflect shit as needed. That's totally not CGI. Wait, what's shooting? How is she shooting? She's shooting poison darts and boom, right, bitch but, is dead. She was but, shooting poison darts out of a little. But it was dark a, was shooter. It, was thing. it a gun yeah. or was she blowing them? Yeah, a little. It was, it was a like little a little. Gun. It was yeah. like yeah, it was like a little hand crank. It was. It was almost. Work. It was almost like a a, a pepper, salt pepper grinder. Damn. Yeah, it was a pepper if grinder. If she only shot thing. him with that sooner, he yeah, would have killed right? her sooner. Invent a scope as long as you're inventing clockwork yeah. dart shooters, <laughs> and and you'd have a much easier day. Because yeah, you see that he's been hit by a yeah. poison needle, and it only takes one. Um, it actually um, she shot like a hundred at him. Yeah, I know. Which it, so and one it, got through. Well, exactly. That's why she. That's why she shot a hundred thousand at him because she's like, I gotta get this through, and I know he's too good. Um, that actually, again, in the English dub, became Dance. a Ooh, um, burn. Sorry, go ahead. You it know, be- it became a uh, uh, almost a callback because he says, "And so you die" when he was talking to her. Yep. Um, in the because of a vengeance thing. Previously, when she was fighting the uh, the policeman, and she had him down right before Limo Bai showed up, yeah. she says, uh, "You know, die you filthy mongrel or whatever." In the actual translation, but in the English, they redubbed her to say, "And so you die." So it became like nice. a little reflection okay. thing. I was gonna say you were kind of comparing the script to Shakespearean plays, where you have to kind of derive the action off the dialogue. I did mention that earlier. That's one yeah. of the reasons it's much shorter because there's not a lot of action lines, and it. it's mostly but dialogue. Off of that. In in reading the subtitles, um, this is very Shakespearean. Yeah, it's very oh, theatrical. It's very oh, King yes. Lear the dialogue. Yeah, it's uh, the, the the daughters that you know. Yeah. No, oh, I absolutely. This is the kind of thing. This is the kind of thing you read on the page. I like like just reading it. I was like, this would not play in any other movie but a kung fu movie. And and at that, it helps a lot that it's in Chinese. Uh huh. And yeah. and in subtitles because for some reason you can get away with kind of melodrama and a little bit of over the topness. And to, to be I fair, think yes, because you can't hear it in English, right? To to be if if they were saying these same things in English, it would be it, not impossible to pull off because it's it's Shakespearean, like you say. But it would be much more difficult to play this straight. You're like in Chinese, it's okay because it, it it works, and then Chinese people are going, "Fuck, this sucks." Yeah, right. It's so it's over, writing. so melodramatic. What the <laughs> fuck? Speaking of writing, well, I, there's that may one, be true. There's one anecdote I, I've always loved because uh, they were too they were too bothered by the accents to a- be thinking about it. Ang Lee's longtime writing partner is a gentleman by the name of Garib Seamus, who is now the head of. <laughs> Meanwhile, say, Chinese people take all the B movies from America and they're like, "This is brilliant." Uh, who, Anthony, he will choke you. <laughs> uh, this, this guy Garib Seamus, who is now I think he's the head of. Focus, yeah, he's the president of Focus Features now. Oh, wow! Yeah, but he, um, his introdu- his his partnership with Ang Lee began with, uh, um, not pushing hands, but I want to say Eat Drink Man Woman. If that's the Ang Lee, it's not pushing hands, but it's a movie after pushing hands. There and, is a movie with that title. Yeah, I just can't remember if Ang Lee did that or not. But it's anyway. So there's a scene where Ang Lee first said, "Okay, I want you to write the scene. It's a scene of." This Chinese family sitting at dinner and they fight over this, and I want you to make it sound very Chinese. And Garib Seamus went home and he's like, I'm a New York Jew. I have no idea how a Chinese family talks. So I'm going to write a dinner about a New York Jewish family. And he did, turned it into Ang Lee. Ang Lee called back, I love this. It's so Chinese. And, and from that day on, they've, had, they've been like best friends and they've, he's written on everything that uh, Ang Lee has done since. He was the primary screenwriter on Ice Storm as well as Hulk, I think, with the exception of one other writer. But he's, they've been partners ever since. What is Ice Storm? And I, I don't know what that movie is. Fuck Brilliant. Sigourney Weaver, Kevin Klein, Christina Ricci, uh, Elijah Wood, um, 
Uh, old? Katie Holmes, and 97. That's plot 97. summary. No, no. no. <laughs> uh, it's basically a family in the mid-70s, or a group of families in the mid-70s in the suburbs. Uh, Joan Allen's in it. Uh, it. It's basically just, it takes place on this one night, and there's just a lot of interconnecting stories that collide together and the consequences of a certain kind of lifestyle and where it leads. And it's, I don't want to say too much for our viewers who haven't seen it, but Wasn't I there a heartily recommend movie it. called The Ice Storm? No. Uh, th- yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There might be. That's it, what I always think when you say the ice storm. No, the ice storm is 1997 with Kevin Kline, Sigourney Weaver, <laughs> Zach, and Oliver Platt. Our okay, sa- our sound so. check guy. Oh, <laughs> I the, the the yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. The uh, it was 2003, I think that movie or four that movie came out. But check out uh, Ang Lee's The Ice Storm. It's fucking amazing. It's one of the best movies of that decade. <laughs> sound, it's really really the, good. The sound guy off. Off the mic is like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> no, I know what you're talking about. I know, I know the movie. I can picture the movie you're talking about, but the Ice Storm. Yes, Ang Lee's Ice Storm was is the one I refer to, and that is a really, really good movie. I, it's DIF material, personally. I like this. I like this moment here because because uh, it's because it's you know Buddhism and stuff like that. Yeah. He's like, I have one breath left, and she's like, All right, well, use it to achieve Nirvana or whatever. He's like, No, he's like, I want to use it to tell you I love you because. <laughs> Shut up. Which is actually which is actually the Buddhist thing to do because sure. Buddhism is not about repressing and it's not about indulging, it's about finding the middle path. Yeah. And if that's what's on his mind, express it. That, yeah, you, know, you, you should get that out. Yeah, <laughs> especially in in this case. And like yeah. she says earlier, you know, if we repress feelings it makes them stronger, which is why in in Buddhism we're taught not to uh not to hold on to anything for too long, but also to not deny it either. Let right. it flow through you, let it be done with and then move on. Which unfortunately for two self proclaimed Buddhists, they do not do. This whole movie is about repression, and they're clinging to this loyalty. This, by the way, had me in tears when I watched it. In this yeah, I'll, I'll straight up say that. Like yeah. I was really, and also, well, this. and also not releasing because the whole thing is is of this dedication to right. this person who died what twenty years ago. Yeah, whatever. it's it's not about. It's I mean, in, in, in traditional Mahayana Buddhism, and I, I'm not a Mahayana of the traditional sort. I, I follow more of the Zen school, which is essentially Mahayana. But the idea is that you don't. There is no past. There is no future. There is only this moment right now. So you do – you act with right behavior and right attitude for this moment. And if you keep doing that throughout your life, then at the end of your life, you'll be a little bit better than what you started off with. That's why I hit on every girl I see. <laughs> as, you should, as you should. If I, I was going to – What was, is right for this moment? I was going to – I need to be in your pants. This moment demands it. <laughs> there is no future. Don't worry about it. Fuck it. <laughs> Live and only no- today. What matters right now? Right. And there and there is no past, so those tests don't matter. Right. <laughs> By the way, the best acting Michelle Yeoh has ever done. Like seriously, she is like everybody thought of her as just this kung fu action star, but she really this got a amazing. chance to shine. Yeah, yeah, right here. She's just and and should, the bit that's uh, coming should, up soon. You, oh, you're married. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I, I am married. Married. You should totally use that line. And my wife is Catholic, so the, there's a bit of a cultural no, shift there. There is no yeah. past. There's no future. We, what only matters is right now. So fucking kiss me. Let's do this. <laughs> my wife and I's first date, by the way, we watched Halloween 6. Hallo- oh, yep. What does it have to do with this? Nothing. Wow, I just, that just nothing. changed just, everything. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Bro, way to break. You like, should have saved that for was, the lead out, I man. was like trying to find the parallel. That brought it all together. There's there's absolutely no comparison to anything this whatsoever. Is, this but. is actually a pretty uh, pretty intense moment. Um, yeah. Uh, Michelle Yeoh. By the way, Pope fucks kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, what the yeah. hell? News break. <laughs> he does, by the way. He does, just so shirt. we're clear. Pope fucks kids. <laughs> the Pope does fuck kids. Just so, no, no, just he so didn't we're all clear. use it grammatically right there. It's just, Pope fucks kids. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, this, this... A brilliant haiku. This bit here... I'm not counting the syllable. Anyway, um, this One, two, this bit right here, uh, Michelle Yao was very concerned about it and kind of didn't really? want to do it because they they like the way to do that generally would be to do it in reverse and then reverse the film so you can get it right up to her neck, 
right? Right, but they actually Without having to, But they made her wow. do it. <laughs> that's understandable. Yeah, so she was a little scared about that. Oh, scene. that's just like the Mission Impossible 2 fight scene. That was a good American fight scene. That, that wasn't uh, American. Which, that was John Woo. John was American, American choreographer. Film. It was an American choreographer, though. Who was the choreographer? It was two American. I don't, I don't know, but it's two. Yeah. It was two white. I don't dudes. know, but I'm pretty good. No, sure. I, I just remember seeing no, the behind the right. scenes. It was two white guys, and there was a scene where. Oh, get on me about the white guy thing. Okay, I see. <laughs> you, s- I'm trying yeah. to explain that it's American, not Chinese. And no, he's like, I'm ahead. trying to work go through. Okay. <laughs> anyway, there was a there was a part where um, they wanted to do the stab to Tom Cruise's eye. Oh, okay. And they actually had the guy do that and because John Woo didn't feel comfortable with it, but Tom Cruise was like, no, go ahead, do Tom it. Tom Cruise is very bold, I've yeah. heard. And yeah. so they rigged a whole contraption with a wire rig to the bad guy's arm so to, the cord stop would stop him. him from stabbing him in the eye. I'm like... I would not fucking do that. Like, it's your eye. It's worth a billion dollars because you're Tom Cruise. Don't do that. That's <laughs> a long walk for a small glass of water. Yeah, that's, exactly. like, yeah, that's like, that's like, okay, we're gonna have this rig with a wire, and it's like, well, can't we just, for fuck's sakes, not have a knife and put it in CG? I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you you had him jump off motorcycles about thirty seconds before that, and I'm pretty and sure slam into each other at ninety yeah. miles an hour. He doesn't give a fuck yeah. in movies. He just does like okay. He, he writes like the four year old version of me. I'm jumping off a fucking fireball, and I'm doing this. And- <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, um, Chiang Fat looks a little bit like Aang. Oh, I from, guess. from Avatar. I did actually picture Aang as a as a white kid. Okay, just, just like like the Fire Nation is clearly not Indian. They're clearly Japanese, and the the. Uh, the water tribe. The water tribe could be just about anything. The, well, no, the water tribe to me looks like Native American Eskimo type. Sure, people. yeah, Eskimos, Paul, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But um, the Earthbenders are supposed to be white. Interesting, but, but instead everybody's white. Yeah, yeah well, except, except the, the Fire Nation. Except for the Fire well, I mean, Nation, who are the bad guys? So of course they're the ethnicity. We live in a world where how dare pr- you, M Night Shyamalan, and you're not white. So what are you doing? Anyway, I know we live in a world where <laughs> you the think prince you would of- be the multi the multicultural one here. <laughs> we live in a world where the Prince of Persia is Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, so <laughs> that's true. There you go. Wow, it's like Charlton Heston playing a Mexican all over again. Uh, no kidding. Yeah, they want Charlton Heston to play a Mexican or. Uh, John, oh, Wayne I mean, playing, I mean, John Wayne playing Genghis, Genghis Khan. Khan. You can take it back to Charlie Chan, you know. Or uh, oh, this comes. This is coming back to a thing where she's going to kill herself, but maybe she's not yeah. because of magic. Because which, of magic. which is actually plausible in this world. It's so a very lyrical. It's very exactly. lyrical. lyrical it's word. not. It's not like. It's not. It's, it's not clear. It's not yeah. clearly defined how this works. I've been well, googling. I think and it's this pretty is clear. Like, she can't swim very well, so she jumps in the water. We're too late for this observation, but I've been googling it. The fight choreographer on Mission Impossible Two is Billy Mortz. Okay. Not familiar. Anyone but, heard that okay. name before? Not really. No, no. No. But he did a damn good job. He did good, yeah. Because I remember they, liking Mission Impossible. They re-choreographed too. that fight several times because John Woo and Tom Cruise were like, no, no, I don't like that. And then they went back and redid it again. I so. like this ending. I don't know. One of the few green screen shots, yeah. actually, as well. That reminds me. It looks like me. a blue that, screen. That, that yeah, to be pedantic. Right. I'm that sorry. Remind, no, no, but you're right. It's a chroma. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know. That reminds me matters. of yeah. Daredevil when Ben Affleck jumps off a building. And, the and bees fly out of his mouth because that whole fucking movie is an abortion. Anyway, go <laughs> <Yeah>. ahead. Abortion. <laughs> go ahead. Is that what happens in abortion? How, yeah. Oh, my we... God. Yeah, you watch Daredevil and your baby dies. <laughs> no, I meant the bees thing. <laughs> my God. Terrible. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No, that's it. That was all I had. <laughs> that was my story. Crashing <laughs> Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Um, <laughs> James, well, James Sheamus. not Garib Sheamus. Garib Sheamus is the president. Was of it an American writer? James Sheamus. Uh, it, it was. It was one of the writers. Yeah, he. It, it was weird because they had to translate it back and forth. Like there was a Chinese writer who did the adaptation, and then they had to translate it to English. It's a very arduous so, process, from what I heard. Yeah. yeah. So, so the so oh, the yeah. English speaking writers 
could do like James Seamus specifically um, could do like a revision of it, and then they would translate it back to Chinese to make sure it worked. So he started the rape trend for Zhang Ziyi. He the the. Rape is One a of the three I writers. Think I think we're. Uh, I, I think we're casting some serious aspersions on right. Dave Seamus right here. <laughs> right. Right. Racist. And we got it. Goes without saying. Like this movie was a, a very much an international production, and it. I oh, think yeah. it premiered overseas long before it premiered in America, and by about six months, I believe. I mean, it was very much the world was in mind, and not but just it was, American audiences. This was. This was. And, and again, Ang, Ang Lee doing it. Lord I Ping, mean, there we go. Brokeback Mountain was making those kinds of movies mainstream. So you I know, think. You I know, think did that. Did you know choreograph the fights in Brokeback Mountain also? Yes. The the, the 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 sucker punch and then the kissing. Yeah. yeah. That, I think that's the extent of the fight scene. <laughs> yeah. But Jake Gyllenhaal did almost get his nose broken yeah. um, from the kissing. Um, oh, from the kissing. Yeah. Was there a lot of wire work in that? Huh? Yo-Yo yeah. Ma. I totally forgot Yo-Yo Ma did the uh, the strings for this. Yeah. I totally On his million dollar violin. Right. Yeah. That sounds like a line that Jared Leto would have had in Requiem for a Dream. Yo Ma. Anyway. <laughs> the um, we've, we've established before... <laughs> Always go out strong, right? Of all the things of Requiem for a Dream, wow. that's the thing you remember. Wow. We've established... Uh, well, he could have said that in... Uh, he could have said that in Karate Kid, Ralph Macchio. Yo, Yo ma. ma! There yeah. you go. Fucking booyah. We've established before that Down in Front is not the best way to watch a movie for the first time. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. For listeners as, especially... As Teague has just discovered. For listeners, but also for panelists. Um, <laughs> I don't... I, I, I still don't feel like I've really seen this movie. You although haven't. I have a slightly better idea of whether or not I kind of want to. I, I, for one reason or another, I'm, I'm just fucking so goddamn Anglo-Saxon, pussy-ass white boy. I just this movie does not appeal to me at all. Yeah. Although some of the fight scenes kind of blew my mind. For the most part, it looks um, tedious. Like I, I really like slow movies, but I. No, you don't. No, I do. I really do. Wait, which slow movie one. do you, you like? You hate Synecdoche, New York, and I love Synecdoche, New Synecdoche, New York. Synecdoche, New York is not... That's, that's, that's not a movie. Thank you. That is not a fucking movie. You like that? I liked it. What? No. What the fuck? No, we're we'll talking about, we're talking about this. That is not film. We're talking about those B-mouth abortions again. <laughs> All right? That's what's happening here. <laughs> that is a series of incidents that don't make any sense. They don't even fit together by any means, by any stretch of the imagination. They don't... Anthony, it's a tone poem. No. I, oh, my I God. will... <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm feeling the urge what, to punch. What, what, no, I'm, I'm serious. The urge to punch. We just watched a martial arts movie, and I've had two margaritas. Uh, there's going to be a Superman punch any minute now. <laughs> I'm flying right across the room. Oh, my In God. Case, this movie doesn't... Tone poem. Who was the lady at the end of Synecdoche? I'm going to kill some people. Uh, Chloe, Chloe, Chloe like agrees with this. Anyway. Chloe agrees with this. Chloe this says, movie, uh, I li- Chloe, Chloe, by Chloe. Chloe says, I live with him, I sleep with him, I support you. All right. Go for the sucker punch. <laughs> Super punch. What is I, this movie Superman punch. punch. It does, yeah, it, it, and I, I haven't had any drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just confused. <laughs> <laughs> this movie doesn't really appeal to me. And uh, I don't really... I, I, I might enjoy... Uh, a, a, like a stereotypical fucking grindhousey sort of kung fu movie. Fine. But I, I think I would have to be drunk. I don't know if I can unironically enjoy something like that. Like the you fight scenes tried. were the only parts that I really got into. Oh, you'll be well. That that kind of movie is mostly fight scene. <laughs> the, 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 yeah. The balance is much shifted. On you those you would have movies. a blast with Black Belt Jones. You would have a blast with like the seventies exploitation movies that happen to have karate in them, like <laughs> Dolomite. You would love that, rightfully so, because I do too. I saw. Um, uh, Did you watch Lethal Weapon Four? Yeah, no, I don't. Oh, that's I a didn't. kung fu movie. I saw uh, big. Shut trouble. up, you! I saw big <laughs> trouble. <laughs> I saw big trouble in Little China. Jesus Christ! No, big trouble. No, 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 no. Whoa, colorist! Not even colorist. There was a colorist. Colorist. That just, uh, that's the best. That's, 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 that's not his title. That's just the adjective describing him. He's yeah. Colorist of them. <laughs> uh, anyway, this movie uh, it, it was very pretty, and I enjoyed the fight scenes. But that was all I got out of it. Then again, you know, I wasn't able to really spend time reading the words. 
Eddie, you weren't, you weren't invested in the audible part of things, though, whatsoever. It's you, happened yeah. before. It'll happen That's again. That's true. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, again, there's there's different, I mean, a movie. Welcome to my world, friend. Synecdoche. Movies in a lot of, a <laughs> movie, this is going to be a very weird analogy, but it's kind of like a it's kind of like a dog show in the sense you have best in breed. And, Who was and the then, lady at the end of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk Who about this after. We'll talk about it after. <laughs> don't hurt me. I'm sorry. No, I just good. don't it's like that good. movie. No, fair <laughs> enough. I, and I agree with you. I don't like Synecdoche, New York, either. Um, but no. Schenectady, whatever. Schenectady. I, I'm from. I was born here. Anyway, Schenectady, uh, my ass. No, the uh, there, there's movies. Schenectady is the real place, dummy. There are anyway. movies that are lyrical, and there are movies that are literal. This is obviously not a literal movie. So if you can get over that conceit early on and uh, absorb the fact that it is a lyrical movie, it's a fable, it's a myth, it's mythology, and appreciate it in those terms, you get a very well done piece of art with a lot of great fight scenes, brilliant music, great performances. Like, what is there not to like? Like, there's a lot. I mean, yeah, it may, it may drag in some spots, but like. I, I can't for twenty I, minutes. No, my Fair enough. And you I know give what? you that, but I'm interested in what happens in those. 20 you know what? Minutes. You know what movie you should try, Teague? Um, one that one that might might work well is uh, Kung Fu Hustle. Great, yeah. Kung Fu a Hustle. Sense of humor. Kung Fu well, Hustle me, is very funny. But and you have to watch it before but you do the commentary. And but there's great. There's also great fight scenes. I forgot about it until Kung I Fu mentioned it just yeah. now. But there's a there's a fight scene where where. Um, the weapon is a musical instrument, and that is probably one of my favorite fight scenes. Not not the top, but, my, uh, but on my list of probably top ten. Let me, although I can't really explicitly figure out, you know, I need to watch the movie first. But my problem with this wasn't the pacing. It wasn't, it wasn't the slowness of it. It wasn't the lack of fighting in the movie. It was, I, it was I time I allocation that we spent on certain things. No, 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 not even that. It's just it, this, I, I don't have enough of a groundwork in the culture to understand fair enough all the there's that's you know, not if, fair if, if you grew, well, it would be well, fair <laughs> if you fucking watch the movie first that's <laughs> even fairer that's even fairer <laughs> I just for, for you know like like we said I don't have experience with kung fu movies and I've never really Anthony is here to speak truth to power <laughs> I know right <laughs> <laughs> Anthony's the reality check no like, watch a fucking movie without, without us jabbering in your ear for fucking well, two I, hours straight I, I, you know it's never it's never too late to learn something but I've, I've, I've never for you it is it's, never, it's over I've never that's possible I've never understood the uh, the appeal or the culture, and uh, I, I need to watch a whole bunch of movies before I can start to appreciate any of them. I think watch the, Master of Flying Guillotine. You'll have a lot of fun. I think with that. if you, you watch, know what? maybe no, Kung Fu Hustle is a good place to start because yeah. that take that takes a lot of Kung Fu his, uh, Kung Fu movie history and kind of puts it into one you know, in a very interesting way. You know what might also help? And I'm not I'm not trying to give you shit here or anything. I'm but, I'm but being very serious. No, 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 no. Because I know it'll come out sounding that way unless I'm very careful to say it is. Try consider taking like martial arts lessons or something if you're genuinely interested because the same way that you appreciate you know you watch visual effects if you don't know it very well you're just kind of like oh yeah because computers can do that right. as opposed to you know it and you're like holy shit that was fucking hard to do so I think you would appreciate a lot of this stuff more oh, if on you're a technical like level? that is fucking ridiculously hard to do even with wires you know well, so that's, that that's helps what I said with the, the wall showers like, I don't know how they would fucking sense. do that that yeah. actually makes a lot of sense because I took a dance course recently or with a friend of mine who's showing me some basic dance movements, and I'm like, wow, this is pretty fucking difficult. And she's, yeah. like, and she's like, now you appreciate dance, because, like, dancing with the stars... I, I do or, tend or, to appreciate or, or, dancing I just, I, just, yeah. I just went to the, the gym with him yesterday, and he he showed me some, like, ab workout where I'm like, you look stupid. You look like a dog fucking wiping its ass on the carpet. That is one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. I'm trying to think of the exercise. I'll show you afterwards. I, I, I do a, tend a to appreciate things from a technical, <laughs> a technical level first. And, and right. you know, the, the physicality of it, not necessarily physicality, but the... the you know, because playing the piano isn't really a physical thing, even though it, you know, kind of is. It's more like, well, you have to be able to technically do it. Like, you know what I mean? I, I tend to appreciate things from that angle more. So maybe if I, you know. But like I said, it's not so much the fight scenes. Just 
This I I you have to watch. I, like I said, I think I think I, I I was onto something at least a little bit when I said I think I need to watch a lot of movies to start to get any one of them. Watch Ang Lee's movies. Like, start yeah, I, with I, that. I have no like, basis of comparison for anything I've ever seen. I'm before. not the biggest fan of this movie, but in order to give it a true, honest opinion, you have to watch it in its form that it's meant to be watched in with sound. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, that is... I know. And, and as brilliant as Vedatone is, uh, which is our way of listening to the audio while we're talking at you folks at home, uh, yeah, watch the movie on and its you own, And you may very well uh, enjoy the music because... Uh, because really? I do want to hear at least some of the music because I, I love Because scores. the music is... I actually use, I use the music for my fight scene for Cradle of the Blind. I know. Oh, cool. Yeah. Right on. That, I'll the, check that out. But um, the... Uh, you know, but especially because it's so... Um, this Chinese music is so different from Western music. They mm-hmm. have specific scales that they have to. And they're not, to yeah. they're not relegated like to so. twelve tones. Don't do what? that. Why are you giving me that face? <laughs> anyway, Dork Man, Crouching <laughs> Tiger, Hidden Dragon, <laughs> Kung Fu movies. Well, tell, I love me, it. tell me about Kung Fu movies in general and how you feel about this as they relate to them. Um, this is not a kung fu movie. As I was saying, no, I disagree with that. As I was, I, I tried to say in Hulk, and I didn't quite. I didn't articulate it properly, but the thing about Ang Lee is that um, he takes he takes the kind of movie that's generally very uh, you you look at it and it seems very kind of lowbrow, like he did you know a gay movie and he did like you know a comic book movie and stuff, and he tries to make a highbrow art you know artistic serious movie out of it, and that's very much what he's done here. He's taken um, the you know the Golden Harvest films and stuff like that, which are awesome and especially in like technical prowess and stuff like that because i mean golden harvest was a thing where it was just a group of martial artists who were very skilled and very practiced and they would basically they, they would make it up as they went along they would show up and be like we're making a movie this week and they would shoot it just straight through and they would choreograph they're like you do this and this and this and this and then they would shoot it like it wasn't a widely choreographed or practice thing but it's so awesome because they're so good i don't think angley was the first to do that though who i I don't know who the first was because I think yeah, been, they, no. <laughs> I think I think they were. This is a trend that's been going on in China for a while, and we just didn't know about it. It just so happens that Ang Lee was the first director that we became aware of. That popular. That may be true because the guy who did Hero and Crouching Tiger, God, I can't remember his name right. Uh, not Crouching Tiger. Um, the guy who did Hero and then uh, House of Flying Daggers. Um, is another guy who's big in China, but only started coming over here with those movies. Tony but ja? he's been doing that for a while. No, what Tony Jaw is Ombak, dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm just linking. No, together. Tony Jaw. Tony Jaw is Ombak. Tony Jaw is Ombak. Tony Jaw is. I'm just linking yeah, names. Boxing. I'm just linking names and things I've heard before in this commentary. So this is. So this is. God damn it! Like I said, I have. I, 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 I'm not even exaggerating. I have literally zero exposure is, to any of this. I mean, this is. This is. This is just Angley doing his thing. It's like you know Hulk, which I which we talked about. I don't think worked um, in terms of him bringing his sensibility to it. But Hulk was him going, all right, this is a comic book movie, but I'm going to pretend it's not. Like I'm not going right. to bring that baggage right. to it, and I'm going to make the movie that I can make what? from these concepts. And and Crouching Tiger is the same thing. He didn't come in going, this is a fucking Shaw Brothers movie or whatever. He's like, this is a story, and I'm going to I'm going to you know tip my hat to what made this genre successful but i'm going to raise it up right. to the next level well, i think it's it's like i mean it's it's much in the same way that chris nolan was he saw something in the batman franchise 
that he could identify with. Chris Nolan does a yeah. lot of things with identity, and Batman is all about identity. Batman is all about and, and fear as well, which is an, an idea expressed, but especially within, with Dark Knight, you know, what makes us us. Batman is all about that, about that. And I think with Ang Lee, he saw in Hulk, well, if this guy allows himself to let his emotions rage free, he becomes this monster. I'm Ang Lee. Wow, that's ex- right up my alley. Right. You know what I mean? So fail or not, he he explored themes that were familiar to him. I don't think Ang Lee could have done, say, The Punisher. I don't think Ang Lee <laughs> yeah. could have done Green Lantern. Right. Hulk makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Anthony? Uh, I think Ang Lee needs a co-director of some sort to kind of steer him in more the right direction. Well, wait, like, wait, in uh, general or just for this movie? Well, th- I've only seen two of his movies. Okay. I've seen this one and I've seen um, Hulk. Hulk. And for both of them, I'm like, there's he's on to something, but it's not enough for me. Like the the end, the Hulk would have been okay for me, I think, if the ending wasn't in the clouds and <laughs> pictures. Right. Like okay. that fucked me up so bad. I'm like, I, I could have accepted everything else. Okay. But when he got to the clouds, I'm like, okay, I'm completely done with this movie now. Right. That, that's 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 definitely the kind of thing where it's like, I can see how that's really awesome on paper. Like, you say we're going to do this, and I'm like, that's a genius idea. But when you actually do it, right. it didn't work as well as it probably sounded like it would. With, with that said, if you really want to see Ang Lee take a realistic take on martial arts and kung fu specifically, watch him. The first uh, movie he did, I think, was called Pushing Hands, and it's a Tai Chi movie. But I was going to say, I'm like, that's what's it's, it's Yeah, exactly. It's a it's a character study of an old man and a younger woman and he explores the relationships and these deeper things and then the tai chi and then the pushing hands is used as you know metaphor for a lot of other things and that's that's what if you're looking for a grounded reality take from ang lee definitely do that it's not it's not nearly as literal literal and neither is ice storm and neither is Brokeback for that matter yeah like Brokeback uh, is straight uh, up straight just, i mean yeah, yeah. there's so i mean i no think pun intended i think it's and he also uh ride with the devil his western which is actually better than i think people tend to give it credit for it stars jewel and uh uh toby mcguire and like a few other people but that's actually a pretty solid movie if you i can see why people don't give it much credit that, right that's right where you're starting from <laughs> well no, jewel okay, actually I'll- did really good in that movie oddly enough like i didn't expect much from her but she wasn't bad in that like hmm. if, you, if you give it a fair shake but if, if you're in any way interested give give ang lee's catalog uh, a spin or two you might be surprised but anyway about this movie yeah do you have Hatch a Tiger further opinion i mean you say it's not a kung fu movie why is that um well it's it's more fantasy kung fu and it's to me it's very dry and super serious huh? and what i'm used to in kung fu films is there's a sense of humor throughout it there's mm. always a sense of humor throughout kung fu movies for Internally whatever reason. Internally or externally? Like, are Both. they are they are having fun, or is it just kind of um, campy well, and fun to watch? It's, it, 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 it walks that fine line between super serious and super funny and, and weird and goofy. And there's no humor in this movie at all. And I, I, I don't like that. I think there should be some kind of humor in the film somewhat, even if it is a drama. There's nothing uh, real about these characters to me. And that's... That's what what frustrates me a little bit. I think. I mean, I appreciate it. I appreciate what he's doing, um, but that that's sure. why. I... Now to wrap this up, Darkman, you say this is a kung fu movie, right? Why is that? Well, I think I'm defining it differently than him. I mean, I don't I don't necessarily need it to be, um, you know, he's. I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not necessarily disagreeing because I think fight that that's each a other. Good point. No, I think it's. A, I think it's a good point. I mean, if your if your primary, especially if your your primary um, um, association with kung fu movies is Jackie Chan, he's very he's very humorous. He's very funny. He's like he's like a kung fu Charlie Chaplin basically, and th- and that's why people like him so much. That's why I like him. Um, but um, I think it's a kung fu movie because it touches on. 
Um, it touches on a lot of philosophy, the philosophy of martial arts, philosophy, uh, just cultural philosophy, and it's got kung fu in it, um, and that's the primary focus of the film. So I would I say think kung, kung fu in it doesn't make it a kung fu. No, movie. I agree, I agree, but but kung fu being the primary focus of the film, the martial arts and the martial arts ability being the prime focus of the film and of the plot makes it different, as opposed to just Jen going, I know kung fu, but like in Chinese. Now Eddie didn't participate in this subset of the conversation but do you feel this is a kung fu movie or not yeah i mean i think it's i think it uses kung fu as a uh, I, I think it uses kung fu as a launching pad to discuss deeper themes i agree that it's a launching pad but i don't think it's a genuine kung fu film i mean it's it's debatable and it really depends on how you it's a fair debate. depends and on the de- definition definition i mean yeah. what you're saying with the humor and yeah that's that's a very present element in a certain kind of kung like fu hero movie. for instance is not a kung fu movie to me that's a drama uh, okay, that's a, that's a straight up drama. Again, it really ultimately hinges I, on your definition of kung fu. Yeah, movie I don't, I don't, I don't think kung fu movies nece- necessarily have to be comedies. Yeah. I think that you can have a kung fu drama and I, a kung fu. Comedy. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think Five Deadly Venoms is a comedy. I don't think Fizz, uh, uh, yeah. Fist of the White but Lotus. That's, is that's a extremely focused on the styles going on. Yeah, extre- I mean, a lot like, of them, a lot of them are very serious. Pick though. your poison. I mean, you're though. going, yeah, yeah no, exactly. I mean, I mean, it's it really. I mean, again, the no, Jackie you're Chan, right. You're right. They're not all serious. I mean, films. Shaolin Master Killer is no. Is you're right. Not Five Deadly Venoms. I agree. Yeah, I, I, Deadly I agree Venom, with you. So. They're not all serious films, but if they're not serious, they're extremely focused on the styles that they're that they're talking about. And this style oh, versus yeah, this like style. The crane versus Shoe, eagle. Right, to right. an extent, sure, but I I don't know. This one this one was trying to tell a story in a way that none of those other ones really do. Mm-hmm. I, I think is when you thing. say I think when you say kung fu film, you're pre- you're painting with a very broad brush, and I think. People, there's a certain genre of films uh, that people tend to gravitate towards, or a subset of the genre that people tend to gravitate towards. And I think, you know, the, the Jackie Chan, Yuen Biao, Sema Hung, which includes a lot of humor in with it, is its own style of the genre. I think the, uh, the sort of shitty indie production value, and Massive Flying Guillotine is not intentionally funny, but unintentionally funny. It's effing hilarious because the dialogue is so clunky and the acting is so bad. And they start off with this crazy snap zoom and they zoom in on a dude's face and that cracks me up every time. <laughs> but that's unintentional. That's unintentional comedy. And like, I think there's there's many different again pick your poison you know whatever you toward, gravitate to that's fine but if we're painting with a broad brush and saying kung fu movies in my mind this fits in okay you know? I guess to me being just putting a, a two fight scenes in a movie doesn't make it a kung fu movie there's like there's, six fights there's, there's a like bunch of fight scenes so, yeah. and again the, the focus the focus it's not just that they threw in fight scenes because they're like well it's more interesting than you know a car chase it's like the the philosophy the the whole Jen's whole plot is the fact that she's better than anyone else and she doesn't know what to do with herself. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a movie Jen that, This is this is not a movie that in, that includes martial arts. This is a movie about martial arts. Mm-hmm. And about the philosophies of martial arts. Yeah, not just and martial arts beyond just the fighting, but martial arts yeah. beyond the philosophy and the aims of it beyond fighting. And the movie starts off with our hero saying, "I don't want to <coughs> fight anymore." Right. And at the and at the same time, I mean, I mean, we've had this conversation elsewhere, but but you know, you've talked about you don't think Kill Bill is a is a kung fu movie. I don't. The first one, I do. Um, and and I think it fits what you're saying because it's very silly and it's very kind of. Uh, um, you know, comedic and a lot of and over the top. And stuff I think it's like more that, of a but. samurai movie than a kung fu movie. Personally, I, there's ma- I mean, there's a mixture of elements. I think I think the which fight is with which o- is I think okay. the fight with Oren Ishii is very much a samurai. That's movie. That's a samurai the, movie, but the but the, the Crazy the, Eight Eight is a kung fu movie. I agree. 
But I agree with that. Anyway. And, anyway. and the bit uh, and, and with, the, uh, the chain ball that Gogo Yubari has, that's a straight up copy of the flying guillotine. Yeah. Like in and of itself. That's I mean, again, Tarantino films are like a mixtape of the shit you right. like. You know what I mean? And so so track five, six, and eight are kung fu, track one, three, and four yeah. or maybe are, are maybe samurai, and then you get some seventies exploitation in there and you know. I have no idea what we're talking about. This has been Down in Front. <laughs> you can always find more episodes at downinfront.net. Go to our website, listen to every single episode, go to the forum, register yourself, involve yourself in the conversation. Look at the beautiful uh, show notes that Matt Fedeveda has put together for this episode. You can go to iTunes, get a brand new episode every single week. Go Matt Fedeveda hates us, by the way. Yeah, he's like, oh my go God, to, show notes. Go to Facebook, go to iTunes. That'll uh, be fun. Go to Cafe Press, any, Twitter, anything you can put a, a slash on. You can also add it down in front and find us. And until next time, my name is. Uh, T. Christie, Shishini, Mike Scott, Anthony Alba. And this has been Down in Front. Tell your friends good night, good night. I'm actually very impressed that you kept track of like the track numbers on the mixtape thing just then. Like you whipped them out <laughs> and you didn't duplicate any. Was, that was, was good. It, it was winging a prayer. Although, although I will point out that a mixtape would not have tracks. Probably a tape. Uh, yeah, that's right. Tracks, I'm but a mixed CD. CD I guess. I'm not. I'm not being very. I guess. Uh, I guess track two would be the exploitation. I'm not being. I'm not stop. being very anachronistic. Huh? Teague wants to stop. Teague can suck it. I like boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Trendsinyourhead.com.